yeah, you guys uh, land in a nearby district. And we're going to go over to the actual map I have planned. And this is going to be something that I was just toying with for the heck of it. So all of these dark uh, sections, these are all uh, city districts. You guys can, you guys cannot do anything because you actually don't have a authority from me. So I will give you guys authority to control your mechs. Okay, so this area up here is your base. Uh, It is the AKF base. You guys can spawn in any of the three districts uh, that are directly adjacent to it. I hear the helicopters. Yeah. Okay, so the way this is going to work, and I had fun with this, is each of these death uh, districts are going to be a unit of uh, distance. And the smaller ones are more densely packed with uh, uh, population and building. So you got to be more careful to move and shoot through that. So that's why those spaces are smaller. But around the, you know, like there's less population around the edges of the city near the walls. So those are easier to traverse. And speaking of, these walls around the city are anti-kaiju walls, so they are absolutely colossal. Like Anti-kaiju walls. Yeah, if you've ever seen Pacific Rim, they're like that. They are walls the size of skyscrapers. And oh almost as thick. Uh, oh, you've seen uh, Pacific Rim? Anti-kaiju walls. Um, no. Oh, you, you need wish. to. You need to watch that, because even if you're not interested in mech or kaiju stuff, it is a good movie. So yeah, I, whenever I you go, yeah. So whenever you guys take your move actions, you can move to a one of the adjacent uh, uh, districts to your location. <laughs> and as you guys uh, look around, your long range, well, long range or short range, your scanners aren't working properly. Uh, the interference seems to be spreading not just to your comm systems, but to your scanners. But you can visually see to the far south of the uh, of the map, uh, you can see that there is this massive uh, uh, kind of uh, quintessential kaiju. Like, it's very dinosaurian. Uh, is that was, the uh, Mirag? Or... or uh... Um... You don't know. Your scanners are not working and you can't communicate. Okay. Um, the kaiju... Yeah, like... Um, looking at it, you can see that it has uh, horns going out of the, the sides of its heads. Uh, so yeah, like... They're, they're basically just kind of pointing straight out and curving forward slightly. And it has two rows of just masses of spikes down its back. So it's not like a Godzilla uh, fin plate situation. It's just like porcupine spikes all the way down uh, from the back of its head to the end of its tail. It is green in color. And uh, it kind of looks like a... Yeah, otherwise it kind of looks like a T-Rex with the exception of it also has Mm -hmm. large uh, functional arms. 
Oh. Um, as you, uh, yeah, as you, uh, get eyes on this, uh, this kaiju, you see, uh, it open its mouth and a, uh, like reddish glow kind of starts emanating and it just fires off a laser through, uh, one of these districts. And we will roll initiative for this. And as this is a proper um, combat, I will try to remember the uh, damage comes through even on a successful counter uh, mechanic. So the kaiju. Oh, no, the kaiju only gets an eight. And don't forget you can. Oh, nice. And don't forget you can use your uh, uh, initiative roll to interrupt uh, someone else's roll. Or someone else's turn, if you want. So, okay, okay I, I do have a question about that. So yes. Does that mean you like forgo your turn and then? No. Uh, basically, okay. So you rolled a nineteen. Um, a seventeen, a 17 rather. Yeah. So you go, and then Matt will go, and then you can decide to go again before this uh, kaiju, because your interrupt roll is higher than his interrupt roll, which is an eight. Is there any downside to doing that? Um, not really, other than somebody can sweep through and interrupt you and you have no recourse. But if you have the highest number, there's there's zero uh, uh, repercussions for this. Huh? That's really strong. It is. But enemies can do that to you as well. There. Oh. Uh, okay, so, so what... So what is the purpose of interrupting someone's turn? Uh, to like, go what again. What purpose does it serve? Uh, to go again. Is there a yeah. max to that? Um, you can only do once around. Because oh. So that... Uh, uh, what did you roll on your d20? Oh, I need to roll d20. I think that would probably help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 11. Okay, so you have an 11. So... You can enter, so, okay, so you finish your turn, and it's the kaiju's turn next. You can say, no, it's not your turn next, and you can go a second time before the kaiju goes. But I want to double check, because I think you can only do that, like, once per, like, person. Okay. Uh, Interrupts. However, when a player is chosen to go next, if another player wants to go instead, they can use their interrupt score to do so. At that point, the interrupting player goes next, unless another player with equal or higher interrupt score uses theirs to go next. Once an interrupt score is used up, it's gone. The player cannot interrupt again. Okay. I'm kind of curious because I know you were talking about um, this interrupt score starts again on the next round. Yes. Uh, if, we all, if we're all interrupting each other, how do we know when the round is over? Uh, when the person with the lowest interrupt score can't interrupt anyone so the Uh. yeah so the way if you guys really want to be jerks about it the way you could do it is uh i don't know what you mean yeah so the way you could do it is julian goes first and goes and then you decide to go and you go and then it's the kaiju's turn and julian's like no actually it's my turn again and goes, and then it's the kaiju's turn, and then you're like, actually, no, it's my turn again. And then the kaiju, <laughs> the kaiju finally goes, and because there's no one left to interrupt, 
that's the end of the round and it we all roll a uh, initiative again. Okay, okay. Okay, I think I understand. I think I get it now. Uh but yeah, because I have done such a jacked up uh way of doing things, uh we'll use the roller tool to decide what uh what distance you're fighting at. And whatever, okay. yeah, from the center of uh, your mech token to the center of the kaiju token, whatever uh, spaces that passes through, that is your distance. So currently, uh, the kaiju is at very far away. So he is almost impossible to hit from where you, you two are right now because you're passing through uh, three other districts to, to shoot at him. Do we have to be in, a, in an adjacent distant, uh, district to be in close range? Uh, yes. Uh, adjacent or same. Okay. But yeah, so... Yeah, range and movement in, uh, in on page 60. Uh, so on your turn, you can move. So, um... Yeah, I believe movement is just a, you know, just something you can do once for free. Um, but yeah, so close, you're already within melee range. So that would be in his square uh, or adjacent. Uh, nearby, easy, easily reachable. So there would be one district between you and him. Uh, far away would be a... You know, like you would have to do like an act. You would have to use your action to get to them. So that would be like two spaces away. And beyond is just you can't get to them on your turn. Like, like you can't go up to them on your turn. Um, okay. yeah. But Cherry, however, is a sniper, so you can actually hit him for like no penalty from far away. So you okay. would just have to move up so that there's only uh, uh, two districts in between you and him. Okay. So, so yeah, I you you can move. District. Yeah, you can move one increment for free. Uh, further increments, you would have to. Uh, uh, it's it is still a, a Palladium's turn. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I was just trying to describe things. So yeah, uh, for Palladium. Um, if you wanted to make it to him, uh, I would say you could get adjacent to him with a, with a, uh, using your action to make a proper check. You could get, uh, with the nearby. But I would, so I would have to like cut through, um, the district directly south or, uh. Kind of like this, this, this diamondy one, or not diamond, but this, this shape, and then I would have to go to here to get to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because these are, yeah, these are technically adjacent to him. So, yeah, if you wanted to do a, uh, yeah, like Those some manner, the smallest districts. So that's good. Yeah. All right, so now we will also be using your mech, uh, uh, your mech points. Mech stuff. Uh, mech stuff. Okay, so 
since this turn, yeah. So if you wanted to uh, to use this turn to do an action for movement, that would be. Uh, I would say power for pure speed or auxiliary for like you know like uh controlling your mechs uh, systems so that you're not bumping into any buildings uh, I think I'll 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 do power kind of like uh boost the thrusters for a second so I can I can speed my my little way over Okay All right so power so how, does, how does um yeah what, uh, what it's the it's the same as the attacks we were doing. You just now have a mech skill you can throw into the mix. Oh, so that's additive. Yes. Yeah, yeah the mech skill doesn't replace anything. It is it's basically acting like a tool. Okay, let me get the PDF down to the actual kaiju stats since it is now the one in active opposition of you guys. Uh, also, I really hope you guys didn't read ahead because I am using the kaiju from the book. Well, I did no, not. No, <laughs> I didn't okay. get that far. Is it is it mean to say I didn't expect you guys to read that far? Wow. <laughs> but no, I was just interested in reading like the the character rules. Okay. Okay, so so kaiju act very similarly to players, uh, except they have they have their attribute attributes, which are savagery, spirit, and stamina. Uh, they have their aspects, which act the same as your uh, your aspects, and then they have stressors. So stressors are what you will be fighting against. And they basically act as a, the mech's uh, health bar. So this mech has Cunning, Rage, and Oddity. And these are basically uh, 2d6s. And when you... Or I think they're a d... Yeah, I think they're a d 2d6s. Um, but yeah, when... Uh, when you guys are fighting it, you basically pick one of his stressors... So his cunning, his rager, his oddity, and you're get basically going to be trying to break that uh that stamina bar and remove that from the equation. Uh, so yeah, you will go ahead and roll your stuff, and I'm going to figure out. You know, I'm going to double check about the stressor things just to uh uh double check. All right. Uh... Yeah, sorry if uh, this is taking a minute. It's okay. It'll get cut. You're all good. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Actually, it looks like the stressors increase as you fight it. But once you guys max out its stressor, that's broken. So it's kind of like you're overcharging his shield. 
Like his attacks will get stronger, but they they will become so strong they break type deal. All right. So that means that he actually has a D4 for uh, his first uh, attempt to try and counter whatever it is you're doing. So you are. Oh, yeah. Have you uh, decided on your uh, dice you're going to roll yet? Oh, no, I was. Uh, it sounded like you were doing something that might be relevant to. To me, <laughs> for me to know, so I, oh. I was waiting to, to hear. OK. That. So, yeah, we we pick your aspects. Um, oh, so as far as your drama aspects go. Uh, you have used your freedom to kill monsters already, so that has lowered to a D6, but your family wishes has increased to a D10. Okay. So your drama aspects are two separate dice, technically. And when you use one, it lowers and the other one raises. Okay. And the same is true for Cecilio. Uh, your comfortable life has gone up to a D10, but your pay your debts early has lowered to a D6. Okay. All right. So as far as personality goes, I feel like Feisty Grandma is... Uh... Oh, yeah. Feisty Grandma. That's very uh, applicable. Okay. Um, And this is probably... I think that she's very dominated by ferocity, uh, ferocity and passion, because uh, she really wants to get to this thing. Uh, so and she she does a lot of good in in close combat. She mm-hmm. really only has the uh, shoulder mounted lasers for uh, ranged, and that's not quite as good. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna try and book it. Uh, okay. Uh, with a with a with a vengeance. Okay, so uh, would this be bold or swift? Do you think? Um, I'll say swift because you're trying to get there fast. Okay. So, let's see. That is two d eight and two d six. Okay. Oh right, and that's against his stuff. Uh, okay, so let's see. What can he do? Ooh, that's not very good. All right, so he is going to see you coming because have you seen yourself? You're so bright. Shining mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, in the city or reflecting off of my... Uh, All right, so he's going to yeah. roll 2d4 for his rage because he doesn't like that you're coming at him. Oh, no, that's a one. A one oh. and a four. <laughs> oh, it, and it's on a d4. Yeah, that that's why I commented. Oh, I I thought you said a one and a four. Well, he did. He rolled a one on one of his d four and a four on his other d four. Yeah, but I I was saying that that oh, makes it an okay. example. It does, yeah. All right, so he still has two more dice to roll. So, uh, you know what? He is going to roll savagery because he is going to pick up one of these buildings that he has already toppled over, and he is going to chuck it at you to try and uh, stop your progress. Oh, he is not doing too well. And... Yeah, we'll use uh, Destruction as its own reward for his motivation. So that's a D8. Oof. So he has to strike one of his dice, and what was that again? Uh, He just strikes... 
Any of them? Yeah, he strikes any of them that is not a one. Okay. Um, oof. You know what? He will strike the three. So he is trying to counter you. Oh, right. He rolled a d20. No, wait. No, wait. No, he didn't. Uh, and a five. So he's he's trying to counter you with a 10. Yeah, I have an 11. <laughs> oh, my lord. So uh, impact really doesn't come into it because I'm just moving, right? That is true, but you could make a boon for yourselves. Oh, right. And that boon is dependent on your impact dice or the score of your impact dice. So one to four, it's a D4. Uh, five and six, it's a D6. Seven to eight, it's an eight, so on and so forth. Um, I so, don't know what... I, I know what I want to do, and I don't know if it would even give me a boon. I think uh, it's well, just a cool thing that I want to do. Uh, Tell me. So, the cat wants to know. <laughs> so he threw a building at me. Yep. Uh, I slash it in half with my sword. <laughs> and then I just keep running through. Hmm. It's one of those really anime moments where, like, you see, like, the line go through the, the building and, and it comes apart as I as I run through. And I go and I grab the cat because he's very upset. <laughs> he is so upset that he's not playing. Okay, so we'll go ahead and move you to, uh, oops, that's not the moving tool. Yeah, we'll go ahead and move you to an adjacent uh, uh, section near him. Um, we will say, yeah. Tell me what your impact dice uh, is, and I will tell you what boon you get. My impact dice is just a three. Okay, so it would be a D four. Um, I will say that your boon is. Uh, feisty style. So, your next attack with the uh, with your sword will have an additional D four on it. Okay. And that boon will be gone after you use it. Okay. All right, Matt. It's Cherry's time to shine. Okay. So yeah, you can move one space without uh having to do anything. So. You could actually get within sniper range super easily. Okay. So I just you said I can move one space. Yep. And then pew pew. Okay, so yeah, we will now Okay, so let's see. You have a special thing going on with your sniper rifle. So you're trying to snipe him. So you get a bonus. Okay. So, so okay. I need a D8 a, and a D6. Yep. And let's see. You are shooting him through two dense districts. So I'll say this is a high stakes gambler role. So that would be another D6. Okay. So two D6 and one D8. Yes. So now we will go into your values. Um, I don't think you're being very ferocious uh, in this uh, this sense. Uh -huh. Um, 
So what 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 do you think? Do you think he's uh being self-reliant or being composed? Probably, probably composed so he can have a steady hand. Okay. So we'll add another D6. So many D6s. Okay. And for your style, um, hmm, steady. Yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah, this is steady. So that's good. That's going to be a D four. Okay. Eh, but you're still getting a, an extra dice from your uh your heckin' deal. Okay. Uh, sniper so rifle. The- so yeah, you do that, and I will roll his uh, counter dice. Okay. So uh, let's see. I have Yeah, he will do that one. D force one. Then I have three D sixes, correct? And one D eight. Uh yes. Oof. His counter is a 20. Oh, no, wait. Um, You know what? Yeah, he's going to scratch that too. So yeah, his counter is still a 20. Because he did fumble one of his uh, one of his cunning rolls. I have 24. Oh my. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Are you, are you adding all of the dice up or are you picking two? Oh, picking two? Yes. Okay, so I just picked two from the pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. You um, do have, I believe, three inspiration. So you can spend an inspiration to add a third dice to a to that. Yeah, because right now I only have. Uh, I only have fourteen. I wouldn't. Okay. Can can you get over uh twenty? Like with one more dice. Which 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 dice? Uh oh, you uh put them in the chat, didn't you? Yeah, um, sorry. Uh, I can maybe with a D eight if I roll above a six. Okay, no, so what? What, uh, what values have you already rolled? Um, I rolled three D sixes, one D eight, and then one oh, D four. Okay, so it's a one. Oh wait, you get a. Wait, no, that's uh I think that's incorrect. You should have Okay, so you have composure for a D6. Uh-huh. Uh high stakes, sniper yeah. rifle, weapons. Yeah. Did you roll your D20? Oh, that's what I'm missing. A 6. Okay. And you rolled a 1 on your D4? Yeah. Okay, okay that, so that means you have to scratch one of your dice. So I don't think Okay. Okay, so with an inspiration you can you can get to 20, but I think I think defender wins. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it so yeah, I, you'll still do two damage to him. Uh yeah, so yeah, okay. yeah, I would say don't bother with the uh inspiration right now. Nah, I'm good. Leon. Yeah. Oh, uh, 
Arlo was jumping on him. Okay. So, yeah, let's see. We... Okay, so yeah. Um, his stressors did not increase from uh, from that D2, but you did you did wing him. So okay. yeah, he yeah, he uh he was picking up another building to throw at you, but you nicked his shoulder and uh forced him to drop it. Perfect. So now if nobody is going to interrupt him, he will be doing a thing. Sorry, I was uh trying to deal with the the, the rowdy animals. Should I interrupt him? I, I don't know. Do you wish to interrupt this this kind giant? Yeah, I'll interrupt him. <laughs> okay, so you you have interrupted this this large lovable lizard. Okay, so um, I'm gonna capitalize on the sniper distraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, to. Uh, and I've already got my sword out. I, I, that was like the first thing that happened when I powered on the mech. And mm -hmm. I cut that building in half. So I'm going to take a swing on him as well. All right. So don't forget you have the stylish bonus from your uh, from your earlier move. And two-handed... Okay, two-handed increases your impact by two. Uh -huh. Or... Stress, rather. We're doing stress uh, damage now. Okay. But it's it's um, functionally the same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... In how I roll it, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this will definitely be a weapons uh, check for your, uh, for your mech stat. I get to bust out the D10 for the first time. Yeah. So, uh, that's a D10... Uh, is this a bold move? Or? You know, I'll say it's pretty bold. Like, you are coming out of the debris of a bisected building. Yes, it's pretty rad. And can the cat be heard? Uh, not from... I, I mean, I can hear him, but... Okay, not from the recording. Okay. Yeah, he is screaming. Uh, okay, so this is bold. Um... I would say that this would be a ferocious and maybe feisty grandma or freedom to kill monsters. Uh, well, I don't want the freedom to kill monsters to go down. And also, it doesn't seem like it's it, like I, I imagine that a drama aspect happens when there's like an opposition. Yeah. And this is just I'm doing it. Yeah. It's not my drive to... Uh, the, the drama is like, I want to do... I want to kill monsters, and I am currently... It's been done. It's I've achieved it. <laughs> so, um, I, I think this would be more feisty. Okay, so let's see. a So 2d8, a d6, and a d10. Oh no, what happened to my d8? Okay, I thought that in my... Uh, fight against the cat that they had been knocked away, but Arlo ate him. He oh. eats them, the forbidden fruit. Count that the three. Uh, three. terrible. <laughs> okay, actually, not that bad. Oh, right, he gets to roll opposition for this. Uh, you, you keep rolling and uh, 
doing your thing. He's going to do his thing. Okay, I got a 7 on my d10 and a 6 on my d8. Uh, the fortune roll, let's not talk about it. It's a 3. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Wahapa. So he rolled a 1 again on his d4. So you got to scratch something. Uh, I'll scratch that 3. Um, so yeah, he rolled a 15 on the fortune dice. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the four. I'll, I'll keep it low. So he, he's trying to block with the 19. I, I, I can't mathematically hit him. Okay. So I got a seven, a six, a three, a three and a four. Oof. So yeah, you uh you swing this massive sword down and uh he grabs it in his uh in his mouth and he does still take a bit of damage. Uh so yeah, oh, you guys yeah, did hit two. Huh? The two, the base yeah. impact. Yeah. So yeah, you do hit him for two, and just give me one moment. Okay, uh, Mr. President. He is getting loud. <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> okay, so that is okay, so he now has points on cunning and rage for his stressors, but neither of which have gone up yet. So that is both good and bad. Okay. Uh, I am going to actually make a little note for myself so that I can track these separate of anything I see on screen. So. Let's see. Okay. So it is now his turn again. Uh, unless someone else wants to interrupt him. Can I interrupt him? I, you you I, have a higher uh, initiative score than him. Okay. I think I'll, I'll interrupt. All right. Go for it. This feels like a lot. I know. Yeah, I, 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 I also feel like this is... Uh, I kind of like, feel like the interrupting is... I don't it, know. Is it, a little strong? It, it, I just would rather just have an initiative. I'm worried. That's fair. That maybe we're like misinterpreting it. Uh, yeah, that... I, I don't know what I'm doing. Because no, that, like that's one interrupt per round? one interrupt per person per turn. Per person per turn or per combat or per round per round. So yeah, at the top of each round, we re-roll initiative, and that becomes the interrupt score. So if he manages to get a higher initiative than you guys, then he would be able to go twice. But also I feel like uh, it might be one of those things where I'm kind of, I feel like I'm, I actually am running an easy uh, uh, combat because I'm using the one monster in the book. Uh -huh. uh, if I were to run this uh, as a campaign, you guys would probably be fighting multiple Kaiju. And, and the interrupts would play more of a role, but since yes. it's just the three of us, it yeah, a little wacky. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was considering going full 
interrupt chain with the uh with the ninjas, but since Cecilio was in last place, I didn't want him to feel bullied. <laughs> oh no. Uh but yeah, so right. you, you can certainly interrupt him or you can let him take his turn. Um I guess I'll, I mean I'll just interrupt him. I mean if I can do it again the next round, I'll interrupt as many times <laughs> as I can. All I right. mean Also yeah. the Kaiju's has three health bars, so Okay. So to interrupt, what do I do first? Uh you take a turn. You uh, okay. declare your interrupt, and you will take uh, your turn again. So... I am interrupting. And All right, and are you? Excuse me. Um, are you going to shoot the uh, sniper rifle again? Yeah. All right. I will let you roll everything that you rolled last time. Okay. So, so that was a D twenty. A D twenty. Um. Two D six. Or 3d6, a d8, and a d4. Okay, so d20. And he will his stuff. You said 3d6? Uh, yes, two for your stats and one for the sniper rifle. Okay. Eight and yeah, two D8. Oh Lord. So yeah, his uh his counter is going to be a uh thirteen. Just a second. Yeah, no problem. Oof. Yeah, so oh. who is still is not doing so hot. Um, okay, so yeah, the so his counter is a thirteen. So you could throw that uh that one in that uh, seventeen in as your attack and hit him okay. with that full uh, d eight for uh for your uh, stress. Okay, that sounds good. All I'll right. So, yeah, you, uh, so he is actively wrestling with a Palladium Devastator, uh, over this sword. And you, Decimator, I'm sorry. And, uh, you line up your shot and, uh, you squeeze the trigger. And the camera watches as this bullet just narrowly shoot, just narrowly goes between so many important looking business buildings. And with important papers inside. Oh yes, of course. And the important papers get rustled around from uh, just <laughs> the the concussive force of this uh, bullet passing by, like this mm. bullet that's the size of a bus. And yeah. yeah, and it just hits that uh, like that wound you uh, left on him earlier. It just blasts right into that, Ouch. and uh, the kaiju uh leans back and uh roars letting go of a uh, palladium sword and you actually yeah you actually knocked his uh his cunning uh, stressor to d10 
which if he's being cunning is extremely dangerous because now he's he's alert but you only have to hit his cunning one more time to uh to break that okay uh, i'm gonna get on my um our like shortwave radio and I'll, I'll i'll say good shot cecilio thank you uh so yeah as a yeah, we are at the top of the round, so let us roll, roll some D20. new initiatives. Oh, wait, we're not. He, it is actually his turn. Wow, I forgot. Ah, it's Big Boy's turn. All right. What does he so, do? Oh, uh, what is he going to do? Burps. Uh, he is going to... So, yeah, uh... He like twists his head so that he can see his wound, and he is going to look at you, uh, -oh. uh Cecilio. He is going to uh, trample one one unit closer to you. Oh, shoot! And uh, he is going to open uh, his mouth. Reaction. Uh. Uh. Reaction. Reaction points. Uh. Reaction. Okay. You you want to do a? Uh, okay. Uh, opportunity attack or whatever. Yeah, let's uh let's double check the rolls on opportunity attack. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what the rolls are. I just uh I needed to shout it out. <laughs> Cuz he's uh trying to move uh, from uh being engaged with me. And yes. engaged means that like we've Yeah, you you are yeah, you, you two are fighting. Uh let's see. Okay, I need Okay, so where is the Okay, using reaction points. Jeez. Um Okay, reaction points measure is zero bro. Da, 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 da. Okay, there's your stances. Uh, I'm trying to get in uh, as many mechanics as I can so that we can. Yeah, look at you being out. being a, a smart kooky. Yeah. Uh, okay, there's combat. I feel like I am overlooking it. Oh, wait. Control F. Unity. I misspelled opportunity. For Let's each try point spent this way. The character takes one physical stress. Uh. Okay, okay, opportunity attacks. Okay, so... Okay, you can spend up to five. Okay, okay. Um... So, yeah, he is definitely charging up a laser to do a ranged attack, so... Oh, shoot. So, you can... I believe you have nine uh, reaction points. You have five, exactly. Five, yeah. 
five exactly. So I can do up to five damage with this. And I don't know if I'm going to get another chance. So I'll just do five damage. Okay. Um. Let's see. He is... Yeah, he, he's doing rage right now. So... Uh, so you'll be doing five damage to his rage, which I believe... What is the uh, actual term? It, it's not um, impact, it's stress? Stress, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what's our total? Like, how does stress factor into, like, do we have a health bar, or...? You guys have, you guys do have a health bar. It is vigor. Uh, you have okay. vigor and tenacity. Uh, tenacity is your mental health. Um, I'll tell oh. you this right now, he will not be targeting your, uh, your tenacity. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you guys have your reaction points that can lower, uh, stress or lower, uh, yeah, yeah, lower stress. Uh, but once you hit half of your vigor total, which I believe, uh, is four, cause I'm going to round down. Uh, then you'll be taking a penalty to your abilities. Okay. Okay, so you're doing five... You're dumping all five into his rage? Yeah, sure. Okay, so five, six, seven. That bumps him up to seven, so his rage is now at a D8. So it is two steps below uh, being broken. But it is in the right direction. Yes. Uh... So yeah, he is going to So yeah, you 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 get him across the side uh while he is running forward and charging up uh this beam that your sensors are just pinging off as pure radiation. Yeah, and I, I, I'm uh I'm saying over the shortwave like uh, uh uh incoming attack. So, let's see. Uh-oh. Okay, the the if this hits, this is gonna be this is gonna hit hard. So Cecilio, you pick all of your stuff like you did before, um, minus your uh sniper rifle, and you're gonna be on the defending end of this. Okay, so a D twenty. Yeah, and in the meanwhile, he roll he will roll his. So he is using his atomic breath mutation. Uh let's see. So he's going to get an extra d6, and he's going to double his aspect uh, dice and gain a plus two to his damage. So th this is a hard-hitting, like, radiation laser beam. So that uh, aspect. Uh, you know what? Inevitable and unstoppable. Yeah, so... He's going to roll two of them. Uh, two rage at a D8. And we'll go savagery for one D8. Oof, he has some good rolls. So this attack is coming at you for a 20. Ooh. Oof. Let's see. So I'm doing 1d20 and 3d6s, correct? Uh, okay, so let's see. You are... How, how is Cecilio trying to dodge? We'll, uh, we'll figure it out this way. Like, how is he trying to dodge? 
yeah, so there there is a dinosaur firing a laser beam at you. What what is what is his response? How is he trying to to avoid taking massive damage? Probably would like dive out of the way. Well, he wouldn't want to crush anybody. Um ducking, I guess. Probably, ducking? Probably, yeah, probably since he can't he can't go side to side because there's probably he's probably in between buildings, so um he would probably duck to avoid crushing anyone in the buildings next to him. Okay, so we will say that will be a auxiliary role because you're trying to delicately uh pilot your mech. So that's gonna be a D eight. Okay. Um I'll say subtle for this because you're trying to be uh dexterous about it. So we'll add another D eight to this. Okay. Um let's see. Aspects. Um yeah, we'll go with a not out of luck for a D six. Okay. So and TV. and let's see. You you're actively trying to not crush anyone. So we'll say that would be a D6 for kinship. Okay. Let me just start this over again. Then. Yeah, so 2D8, 2D6, and a D20. Okay. Can do. All right. Oh. D20 is a nat 20. Oh, nice. Ooh. So you you can uh you can defend against this. Oh, I can? Okay. Perfect. And then, do I still roll my other ones? Uh, you don't have to. Oh, wait, okay, you cool. rolled a d20. Uh, Julian, yes. what does a, or does a d20 count during a counter? Uh, that's a great question. And Look I up the d20 rolls. Uh, Did we have to do a d20? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was making sure. Uh, okay, so while that is being looked up, um, you will still be taking four damage because two damage automatically comes through. And he gets a bonus to his... Wait. Nope, you are still just taking two damage. Okay. Uh, so for this case, so you can either increase your impact by three or gain one inspiration point, so I imagine that when you're uh, not using impact, you would just get the inspiration point. Sounds like it. Alright, so mark another inspiration point on your uh, uh, whatever. You will take... Sheet. Yeah, on your sheet. You will take two damage, and if you wanted, you can mitigate that using your reaction points. So, yeah, you have a Vigor of 6, so 2 damage would send you to uh, 4, but you have 6 uh, reaction points, so you can spend 2 of those to mitigate the damage entirely. Um, I guess I don't mind taking... Wait, if I'm taking 2 damage, that's 2 to my Vigor, correct? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I would want to offset that, because I only have Six total. Yeah. Okay, so you now have four reaction points. Okay. And this is going to be the top of the round. So. Oh, God, he is so bad at rolling. Okay, so he has an initiative of three. 
he's too he ate too much yeah <laughs> yeah too many city buses it, that that that's that'll do it to you he has My indigestion is yours is a nine oh boy 13 okay so cecilio will be going first but before that we have a top-of-the-turn mechanic to deal with, which is stances. So, stances will affect uh, your next uh, turn. Uh, I am saying uh a lot because I am desperately trying to get to them. So, the way stances work... Okay. So, at the start of each turn, you choose a stance, and that determines how many... Uh, Reaction points you get back, and like any conditions you get on your turn. So, uh, ready stance is like a basic uh, stance. You get three reaction points back. Uh, reckless stance is you get advantage on any attack to yeah on any attack, um, but you have disadvantage on counter rolls, and you only regain one reaction point. Or you can regain up to five action points with a regrouping stance, but you have disadvantage on your action this turn. So uh, I'm going to go with ready stance and just get the three. Okay. So, Cecilio, uh, since uh, you uh, spent... I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, since you spent two, you could uh, get the ready stance and... Uh, regain up to your max or you can regain one and get advantage on any attacks but it will also be easier to hit you gotcha i'd rather just uh do a ready stance too and regain the two that i lost okay fair enough so yeah uh cecilio as uh as you're uh uh dodging out of the way of this atomic blast uh your radios uh uh, start crackling again uh, for both of you. And you hear uh, the Onis are out. Sensors shortly. Uh -oh. And uh, it's less staticky, but it is still breaking up. So it seems uh, if you were to take a guess, it you would assume that they're uh, they're, they're uh, the upper hand. Like, yeah, they're getting the upper hand. Uh, is that um is that Commander Blue? Uh, that was Commander Blue, yes. I copy that, Commander Blue. Uh, we are currently engaged with the Kaiju. Over. Yeah, you uh, you hear back, uh, Scanner's not... And then uh, a line of static and says, uh, Shortly repaired. And if, if you were to... To, uh, hazard a guess it seems like communications would be uh, back up next turn or if there was any kind of uh, like event you would want to partake in to get these uh, systems back, back up online on your end uh, you could take your turn to do that would that be like because I am pretty far from the base right now. Yeah. Would that be a, like a thing internally with our mech, or would that be? Uh, you can try to use your turn to like 
uh, boost your mech's like internal uh, just reboot the array. Cons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just turn it on and turn it back on. Yeah, j- just jiggle the antenna a little bit. Okay. <laughs> hit Kinda it. Like- hit hit the side of it. Have the antennas like you know the covered in that fold, trying to get a better service. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to any other poor kids that had to do that to watch <laughs> Fox at at we, three a.m. We remember. We yeah. We will not. We will not forget you. Yeah. Heck yeah! Watching uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation on reruns at at night because nothing else is on. Yeah, at the volume on low, so your parents don't hear you. Oh, my mom didn't care. <laughs> also, also the like those strange commercials that came on after one. Oh God, yeah. So, yeah, your uh, your actions this turn can be spent to continue fighting the uh, the kaiju, or uh, you could attempt to uh, uh, at least boost the signal on your end to try and get a a better connection with the uh, with base. Yeah, I feel like Zen. Like I am locked in. With Commander Blue, I know exactly what he's saying, so I don't need to. I don't need to use my turn to boost my signal. Okay, so Cecilio, it is your turn. Okay. All right, my turn. I'm scrolling back up to the rules. Yeah. Uh, you can attack. You can try to inflict a uh, a condition onto the kaiju. Or you could try to uh, roll your uh, uh, auxiliary uh, damage modulation to give Nana a elemental weapon. Ooh, okay. I do want to support Nana because she seems to be the closest and she's kicking butt. So um, can I lend support to Nana with an elemental weapon? Yeah. Okay, so that is going to be a... This is... Okay, yeah, this is Cecilio's sheet. So this is going to be auxiliary, definitely. Okay. Um. All right, so you are trying to buffer Nana, so... Uh, yeah, it's not very... Unfortunately, I feel like this isn't very passionate. Unless uh, Cicero is, like, giving Nana this, uh, this uh, power Cecilio. boost. Oh, did I say Cicero? Yes. <laughs> oh, I, Freudian slip. It's okay. It's all so, good. So Don't yeah, um, I would give this passion if Cecilio is uh, giving Nana this uh, this damage buff out of a panic because a dinosaur just shot a laser at him. Yeah. Okay. So. Sweating bullets. Okay, so auxiliary. That's a D eight. Uh, passion. That is a D eight. Um, let's see. I would say this would probably be swift so that you could get it get it out to her quickly. So that's a D6. So let's see. Aspects. Uh we'll say high stakes gambler, because there is a downside if you heck up on uh on damage uh, modulation. So that will also be a D6. So uh, 2D6, 2D8, and a D20. And he is going to try and chomp this out of the air. Okay. 
He is not doing so hot. Uh, let's see. You know, he is a little bit motivated for this. Ooh, yeah, I want to roll that one on the off chance it succeeds. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so I rolled a one. Um, I am going to be kind and strike the five from the d20. So let's see. He still has a... Okay, yeah, he is trying to counter with a 10. Who? that? The, uh, the kaiju, yeah. Oh, geez. And it looks like you might, uh, you might, yeah, it looks like you'll succeed on, on anything. So, okay, cool, cool. All right. So, yeah. Uh, do you want, okay, so do you want to use that seven for your impact and use like a 13 and a one for your, uh, attack? Yes. Let's okay. go ahead and do that. Okay, so that is going to be huh, Mr. President. Yeah, Mr. Okay, President, so... bring me on. Okay, so that seven will get you a D eight dice. Don't roll it yet. So one will be a backfire. Uh, a one is a backfire on this canister. Uh, so let's see. We will have lightning for two, frost for three. Fire for four. Um, let's see. What are some more elements we can put lightning. on a can? Uh, lightning is two. We have uh, lightning. Uh, plasma? Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll have plasma. It's different enough. Okay, so one, two, three, four... Um, you know what? We'll throw in radiation. You know what? No, no, no. Well, I'll I'll do high frequency. Okay, so I, I've made I've made some hot swapping rules on uh on this damage modulation. So the D eight is going to be the damage bonus given to Nana, and you will roll a D six. So two through five will be an element. One will be a backfire, and you will take a d6 of damage. One d6 of damage? Yeah, just roll a d6 for now and tell me the number. Three. There is so much meowing. There is so much meowing. Okay, so... So, yeah, you uh, you activate the, uh, the slot machine uh, portion of your mech, which is the entire central portion of the mech. <laughs> and, uh... The slots are spinning. They're spinning. Uh, and then all in uh, succession, they all land on a uh, snowflake. And like the little slot where money is supposed to come out just fires off this canister. And uh, it heads towards Nana. And Nana, you can super easily grab this canister. And it has a port that will plug into your sword. Uh yeah, the canister can plug into your sword. So on your next attack, you can add 1d8 for frost damage. Okay, uh, can I narrate, like, how I do it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so uh, Nana sees uh, uh, the 
uh, canister coming at her, and her her mech's hand like goes up to grab it out of the air and then slam like almost like reloading a gun, just like slamming the magazine in, but it's the it's the canister. And uh I wanna say that her her like uh katana kind of sword, it has a blade, but like the the cutting edge is this kind of like ambiguously glowing like it maybe it's like a lightsaber kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and when uh she slams in the ca- uh cartridge it uh goes re- uh it goes blue all right so that's cecilio's turn and it is now palladium's turn well unless cecilio wants to move uh do you want to try to get away from the uh interrupt me. or interrupt you um, you know what? No, I'm just gonna let it kind of play out. Gonna let it ride. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Palladium. Yeah. Okay, so Palladium uh is still nearby this monster, right? Yep, you are still within close range of it. Uh for some reason I can only see like a very small bit of the map. Uh try zooming out. Yeah. I, I am fully zoomed out, but maybe I'll I'll let me reload. Yeah. Okay, uh, reloading helped. Okay. Okay, so... Um... I've got this damage buff. Yes. Um... Do you think... Okay, so I'm thinking of what to roll. It's gonna be weapons. Do you think that it's kinship because of the power of friendship? I'll allow it. Okay, so kinship... Uh, because of this this great combo. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, for style, um, is it is it like is it either bold or steady? Because I'm just uh, uh, steady, maybe because I'm like focused on the task and I I, I just keep uh, wailing at it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, so yeah, like you need a steady hand to, to catch that uh, canister. D8 for the power of friendship. Um, a D10 for weapons. All right, and he gets to roll his uh, defense. So let's see. Uh, you know, I'm going to type a dash into the chat so that I can separate these uh, these rolls easier. Is it cheap to keep being a feisty grandma? Because I feel um, like I... No, I feel like that's uh, that's applicable. I just feel like I invoke it like every turn. Yeah, it, you you did build your character for combat, and your other aspect is for uh for dramatic purposes, and uh, also to like create a a sense of uh uh conflict. No, 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 okay, yeah, the sense of conflict one, but also like to create an advantage by making people underestimate you. Right. Okay. That's that one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, your moe trait, because can't forget Grandma's moe, is to create a a boon for you to make other people think you're just a helpless old lady to get them to fight for you. But so I think that that is something that applies outside of the mech. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you it's know what? Yeah. Palladium decimator. Okay. So let's see. He is. Uh, he's going to counter with fighting style, sure. So that's a oof. Oof. 
Uh, yeah, he will also fight with Savagery. Not great. And he's going to try to counter you, so this is going to be 2d10 for his cunning. Oh! Oh, no, that's big. Oh, that that's very big. Uh, I'm not using this d20 anymore. That's a two. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, this is this is hot garbage. Oh, no. Okay, in order, I have a one, a two, a two, a three, and a four. Oh, no. Oh, no, the frost damage was wasted. It was so wasted. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You gave it, you, you tried. It's not your fault. Uh, it's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's not my it's, fault. It's, the accident wasn't your fault. It's not my fault. Wake up. Uh, let's see. Yeah, sorry. I was just looking at uh, inspiration to see if there was literally anything you can do, but I, I don't think you can with any of his roles. No, no. No, no, no. So, no, no, so no. yeah, you uh, you swing down uh, with this uh, frosty sword, and he whips his head up, and he looks like he's going to try and bite it again, but you just see this flare of radiation come out of his mouth, and... Like your uh, your onboard sensors just light up, and you see that he has uh, uh, he he has basically overloaded the the frost canister, mm. and it has shorted out. And in that moment, like you kind of leaned off the uh, the power enough that he was able to just kind of smack your your sword aside uh, with just the end of a snoot. Um, you do, however, deal uh, two damage through his counter, which does push his uh, his cunning to d12. So I believe that breaks it. Uh, let me just double check on Kaiju stressors. Okay, uh, fails the counter. Oh wait, fails to counter. Uh, stress. Oh, okay, okay. No, when it takes damage, uh, which stressor they wish to? Oh, okay, okay. So I've been running this wrong. I've been running this as the stressor he has used to counter has been what gets hit, but it is actually you guys get to pick. I see. So, uh, let's see. Uh, which brought the stressor up to twelve is loss. At this point, the kaiju is taking a critical amount of stress. When all stressors are at 12, the kaiju is taken out in a manner appropriate for that stressor, such as stunned, killed, or driven off. So, okay, so his cunning has been maxed out. Um, it looks like he can still use it. Um, yeah, I just want to double check. Okay, so yeah, he he is at maximum. Yeah, he is at maximum cunning, so he's he he you see in his eyes that he seems to be uh like recognizing how you guys are fighting and so yeah that that's what was that it's like recognizing like what we're yeah 
it's caught on to our tricks. Yeah. So yeah, his cunning has maxed out. Uh, his oddity is still at zero. Uh, his rage is at eight. Yeah, he is going to perform his turn unless someone wishes to step in and interrupt him. Hmm. <laughs> no takers? I mean, I'll do it if if I'm allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you allowed to interrupt like your turn like uh, immediately after? Yes. Yeah, interrupting is just that. You interrupt someone else's ability to go. This seems insane. I <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, am I allowed to? Yeah, it's like my according to my reading of the rules, yes. Uh, I wish that we had our friend Mr. Wright in the chat to um you know <laughs> Uh, clarify uh, the rule, but yeah, uh, meow. Yeah, he's he's on my my chest. Oh no, baby, Arlo, I need you to stop being such a needy, like eight week old. He's but a baby. He is, and he's purring like crazy. Yeah. Oh, all right, feisty grandma. What what you got for this this big honking kaiju? Um, I'm. Uh, I have termini uh, Terminator like uh, focus, and I just want—I want to hit—I want to hit with this sword once. <laughs> okay, so ferocity, bold weapons. Oh. Oh. I—I've completely been missing. Uh, boost your style die. Oh. Uh, so I, I just, uh, thought that it was, you know, the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I forgot about that too. After, after, uh, wait, I, ow, Arlo, chill. The cat is doing sick pull-ups to keep climbing up to me every time I put him on the floor. Oh no. He's he has... Strong. He he has such good upper body strength. This is why he needs a sister. Regardless. Well, he regardless. needs he needs a little. So weapon. D10. Uh fortune dice. Uh, uh and then I have to remember to boost my style die because I'm using this two-handed uh uh katana. Yeah. Uh Okay, so. so would this be ferocity at this point? Because I really want to hit. Oh yeah. Okay. Also, then. looking at his stressors, I have been using them wrong, so I apologize. It's a D eight. Okay. Okay, so he's uh, gonna be countering with grandma. That's a D six, and then my style, which I'm going to boost. Uh, so that's gonna be okay. Is it boost or double? It says boost. Okay, so your your style goes one die size up. Yes. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out which which one that I would want to use. Uh, it would probably be bold if you're doing Terminator like a determination. Okay, so that means a D8 boosted to a D10. Yep. Okay, Arlo, I need you to chill because I need this arm. He is sitting on my arm like a pirate, uh, like a pirate parrot. 
And if I move my hand to my mouse, he's going to try to get onto the desk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I can't turn his toy on, or that's going to cause so much issues. Arlo. You're such a good cat. Stop it. Absolutely terrible, like, disgrace. Disgrace oh. my family. Disgrace. I am. I, I, I have to make a YouTube apology video. This is... <laughs> Uh. Oof. Okay, so what? Oh, out, I out. could actually win. Okay. Okay. So, so, yeah. so give me your your impact. Wait, what is your D twenty? Um, that was a sixteen. So. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, he would be blocking with an eighteen. Never mind. I did. I thought you hadn't rolled your D twenty yet. Yeah, for whatever reason, it decided the D20 should be separate from the uh, other roll. Never mind. I, I ca again cannot hit. Ow! Okay, I'm just going to do that. Um, so he has a D8 in his Rage, which is his fight skill, and a 0 in his Oddity, which is a skill he has yet to use. So which will you be uh, basically attacking and increasing? Oh, right, because even if I, I miss, I do the two damage. Yep. Um, Baby. I'm going to do the D8. Okay, the, the so his skill. rage is up to a D10. Or the rage, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I knew what you meant. Or lol, I'm going to wrap you up and send you down the river. <laughs> or just hold you like a fancy person holds a cigarette. Because you're that small and bullyable. Yeah. All right. So, do not grab my collar like you're shaking me down for money. Do you need me to come get him? Yes, please. Okay. While I figure out this this kaiju's uh next turn. We're getting you a friend. Oh my god. Just holding him out. Yeah. He's being a menace. Okay, Mr. President, you get to go to bed. Get to go to bed, bye. Oh. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay, I, got, I have to wait until Julian gets back because this bad. is going to... Okay. So, yeah, you... uh. Yeah, th this kaiju is surprisingly agile. Like you keep swinging your sword, and yeah, it uh, it keeps ducking and weaving. Like it's still taking cuts because it's still, you know, absolutely atrociously massive. But yeah, it, it's uh, it's still dodging the brunt of your sword. But as you step back to a uh, like regroup yourself, this thing throws its head back and just lets out this deafening roar that up close you realize this was a roar or this roar was a sound and rumble you were hearing inside the base and this is actually going to affect both of you but this is creating a condition so he is actually going to use his worst dice his oddity dice and this is going to cause the terror condition so basically um what what is going to happen is he is going to roar 
Um, I will reduce one of his dice by a size to add a d6. And all of the unused dice in this uh, this uh, attack will be turned into impact. So okay. I will let both of you roll to avoid this uh, uh, individually since he's attacking both of you with this. Okay. So what do I need to roll? Um. Okay. So he is roaring. So this would be. You're you're basically trying to not. Not be terrified by this. So, look at your uh your stats and your values and see what you feel like would help you or feel like your character would try to invoke to not be afraid. Um, I don't think the mech stats would fall into this, but I would allow auxiliary for like fudging with your sound systems. Okay. So he's going to roll 2d4 for oddity. Uh, we'll lower spirit to a d6 and roll another d6 for the actual scream. And his, yeah, we'll do motivation. No, no, we'll, we'll use his name and title, which you guys don't actually know yet. Or a D eight. All right, so it looks like I will be combining the five and a seven. So he's coming at you guys for twelve. Okay, okay twelve. So uh, to defend, Uh, this is actually uh, pretty effective on Grandma because um, her composure is a D4, and I imagine that that would probably be the value. Which mm -hmm. is, uh, Sounds right. Yeah, okay, so a D4. Um, uh, yeah, I would say steady for style, uh, unless you're trying to, like, get away from him, in which case it would be swift. No, I, I kind of want to, like, hold my ground. Okay, okay, so... Yeah, th this is gonna be steady. And, so... Uh, <laughs> would it be... Would it still be feisty, Grandma? Because I am... Um, yeah, you're you're trying to stand up to him. So I'd allow it. That's pretty feisty. Yeah. Uh, and... Again, if you guys want to invoke a auxiliary for, like trying to lower your outer mics or trying to like do something with the soundproofing. You turn on yeah. the volume, you put them on mute. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> allow that to be kicked in. Okay, I want to put them okay, on Okay, I'll do, yeah, I'll do auxiliary too. Okay, so let's see. So you're doing auxiliary. Um, so yeah, would you be, uh, what what value would you be using here? Uh, would uh, you also want to go composure? Yeah, that makes the most sense. Okay. All right. So composure. Um, yeah, we'll go uh, deep in debt for uh, okay. for your D six and pilot stats. 
yeah, if you're trying to like get out of the way or hide from a, or you know, like put a building between you and the the monster, it would be swift. If you're trying to stand your ground, right. it would be steady. Right, right. So just be three d sixes. Three d six plus a d eight for your auxiliary. Okay. And your uh, you know, your fortune dice, your d twenty. Okay. And the number you guys are looking to beat is a 12. Two. Oof. So I... Huh? Uh, I extremely beat it. Okay. It, it looks like both of you uh, beat it. But, okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I yeah. forgot this about the critical hit. Oh? Um, if you succeed by five... Oh, that is true. And I still don't know if critical works with counters or not. Um, I'll say yeah because it it's in there. Like if you just beat the opposing roll by five, you uh you make it. So. So uh, I get uh, I got a nineteen. I got a fourteen on my fortune, and then uh, my D eight got a five. Okay, so yeah, that that'll beat him by five. So that's an inspiration. And let's see, the highest Matt can go is a 14, which doesn't quite get uh, to inspiration, but it does beat his, uh, yeah, it does beat that uh, that roar. So your systems are rattled by, uh, by just the force of this roar. So you'll still be taking two damage unless you want to use uh, your reaction points to lower that. Um, probably, yeah, I'd like to use my oh. reaction points to lower that. Yeah, and, and this actually would be, um, uh, tenacity damage, because this was a fear effect he was trying to use, basically. Oh, that'd be four. I have four tenacity. Yeah. Oh, that would, okay. you have four tenacity. Oh, yeah, that would have sent you into a mental break immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you wouldn't have been down, but you would have started rolling with disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to use my reaction points to get it back up to six. Yeah. All right. All right, so that is his turn. So we will go back to the top of the round. Please, for the love of God, Kaiju, roll something good. <laughs> He's getting worse. He's getting worse. I also got a four. Oh. Okay. Um. All right. Let's see. <laughs> uh, let's say, yeah. There's something about ties. There is. Um. Okay. It would be under initiative. Um, okay, the player with the highest total acts first. If there is a tie, it is settled by the GM. I'm going to say the dragon goes before you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what did Cecilio get? A three. Uh, wow. Okay, Kaiju at the start of the round. Kaiju up top. 
Uh, so yeah, you guys get to pick your fighting styles. Are you are you gonna stick with the one you did before, or or are you gonna go for uh, the reckless one? I might go for reckless. Okay, so make a point of that. You get a disadvantage on counters, but advantage on attacks, and you only regained one. Uh, what will Cecilio be taking? The regain three or the regain one, but get advantage on attacks? I think I'll do the advantage on attacks because like, I'm ready to beat this thing's ass. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so somehow the kaiju, by rolling a four, got the highest initiative. Um. Okay, so Nana. You are the closest one to this, so you are going to act as uh, as an opposing factor. Um, after he did his big, dumb, screaming roar, uh, you so start noticing that some of the wounds on his uh, body are beginning to close, and he is attempting to heal himself by basically one die size. Mm, okay. So it, it's kind of a double-edged sword for him. He'd lose some stats, but he would get his cunning out of uh, the danger zone. Okay. So, let's see. This is going to be oddity, because it's a mutation. And nobody has hit that, so luckily that's only a 2d4. Oh, both both fours. Hot dog. Uh, let's see. Fortune dice. Um, Yeah, he'll actually roll his stamina for this one. And name and title. All right. So he will have 14 to uh, to this healing action. Okay. Uh, and how do I oppose it? Um, you basically do the same thing that you would for attacking it, but you don't do any impact. You are... So this action is he is basically trying to overcome a condition with the condition being his health is is in the danger zone. And basically what happens when someone tries to remove a condition or a boon, uh, the opposing force will try to stop them from doing that. So narratively, it would be like you see his wounds healing. So you start attacking to try and uh outpace his healing or something to that effect. But mechanically you pick your skills out like you would if you were attacking or countering rather. And uh, yeah, you try to counter this uh, 14 he rolled. Do um, so since I took the uh, reckless stance, do I get advantage on this or is that only when uh, for like my turn? I believe that is only for attacks that deal damage. I believe inflicting stress is what you get uh, advantage on. It's inflict stress or a condition. Okay. I'm not inflicting a condition. Yeah. I'm like trying to so, negate a condition. Yeah. So this is, so yeah, your reckless stance doesn't help you in trying to counter this. Okay. Good to know. Um, yeah. So. Um. So, yeah, if you want to do uh, like feisty, ferocious, bold, and weapon, 
Like, I'd allow that. Okay, yeah. Ferocious seems pretty opposite to uh, healing. Yeah. So that's D8, uh, D6, uh, fortune dice, and uh, the other one. Bold was a D8. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and weapon. I forgot that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you are using, uh, your sword for this, so I'll allow you to use the sword's effect of, uh, boost your style die. Oh, okay, so I swap out that D and you just want to kill this monster. You're like, oh man, I'll give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) You want to do more damage? Okay. (laughs) That was the most dramatic spin of a D10. Oh my god. It, it kept spinning for like, I, I was quiet for a while because I was waiting for it to stop. <laughs> uh, so what was, uh, what did I need to beat? Uh, 14. Yeah, I got a 14 on my luck die, or a uh, fortune die, and then I have a 8 on the d10. Nice. So, while he is healing, you're not outpacing it, but you are keeping up with it. Uh-huh. So he has... As many wounds as he did before he healed, but here's the kicker: that did not take up his action. Uh, I oh see. no! So some shenanigans. This is some shenanery. Hmm. Does he want to try and knock away your sword? Well, you haven't actually done much to him with the sword, <laughs> so he's not very concerned about it. Uh. But you know what he will do? Um, so yeah, you're swinging your sword. You're keeping pace with uh, his wounds. And uh, he reaches out and grabs the uh, sword blade. Mm-hmm. And while you're trying to wrench it free, you uh, look up and you see that his mouth is just wide open. And he's about to just point blank blast you with uh, some more of his atomic breath. Oh, I'm blasted. I'm the blasted one. Nah. All right. So let's see. Add a d6 to drop a die and double my aspect. So yeah, fighting style. So it's going to be 2d6 and a d8 from the fighting style because of this. Uh, savagery. So another d8. And rage. So a d10. And his luck. Oh, oh he god. rolled trash. Oh my god. That is So okay. the highest numbers and all that rolled is a 2 and an 11. Every other dice is a 1. Oh no. So yeah, I guess beat a 13 on your counter. <laughs> um I <laughs> What <laughs> Okay. Um, should I just roll the, the luck dice first to see if I, I get You know it? what, yeah. Yeah, just roll the luck dice first, see if you 18. get it in 18? Yeah. Oh my god. Get get an inspiration, I guess. <laughs> oh, the the food dinged. Do you want to get that real quick? Yes, okay. Uh, I'm gonna mark down my inspiration. Oh my god, wait a second. There was something else. Okay. Reflection. You can reflect range attacks back at the attacker. At a D6 when countering these attacks. If you critically succeed, you may take an immediate uh, action. 
So this is technically a ranged attack, and it is an energy attack. And because you're just so shiny, it it shoots off. So wait, wait, wait. I have an additional question to ramp off of that. Do it. It's uh it's a um ranged attack, and I am engaged in it because I have been failing to hit, but I have been uh doing combat with it mm -hmm. at close range. So I could spend my reaction points to uh give it four damage. I, I have four reaction points. Okay. Uh I will tell you that he will still hit you for uh for two. So, uh, yeah, you, you can dump all those points into attacking one of his stats. Uh, or you can do two to his stats and then two to protect yourself from his attack. Okay, let's go with that. And uh... Okay, so do you want to hit his rage or his oddity? Uh, let's do the oddity this time. Okay, so that's only two damage. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's only two damage, so it's still at a d4. Um, um, and before you take your action, because you critically succeeded, um, do you want to go get your food? Yes, I was trying to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I just remembered that I specifically gave Nana Eddie, like, reflection on the off chance that this happens. Tiptoe through the apartment. He is. I'm sorry you don't have nobody to play with. He does. Leon just doesn't want to play back. God. <laughs> this poor kaiju. Okay. And back. Yes. So you critically succeeded in reflecting uh, this kaiju's atomic breath, so... You can immediately take a, an attack action. Okay. Um, so I'm going to attack. Uh, you so have advantage on this, so you I get two fortune advantage. dice. Uh, but you can only ever use one fortune dice, so just yep. the highest result. Yep. Um, okay, weapon dice. Uh, boost my style. Don't forget that. Uh, what? Uh, so would this would this still be bold? Like, am I am I just gonna keep so, rolling the same handful of dice until I get it? Maybe. Okay. So what what has currently happened is he he grabbed onto your sword, fired off atomic breath in your face, which has reflected back into his face, mm -hmm. and you are now taking advantage of uh of him kind of blasting himself in the eyes. So... Is that creative, do you think? Uh, yeah, I'll say that's creative. We'll, like, we'll mix it up. Yeah. Of, uh, because uh, I, I see my opening in, in its... Uh, in yeah. Thing. And we'll say it is Arlo. Um, he is just straight up attacking his tunnel toy now. <laughs> Okay, so we will mm, we'll say that this is actually a uh, composure because you there. you have 
seen that you have made this uh, opportunity for yourself. Okay. That's so much dice. Oh, shit. One of them fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He, he needs to roll to defend. Oh, God. Okay, so. This. Okay, uh, this is looking good for Nana. A D8. You know, he's going to roll stamina again to try and tank the hit. Um, and did he get higher see. than a 23? No. <laughs> well, wait, I haven't rolled his, uh, his fortune. Oh, oh, he can get higher than a 23 because he rolled a 19. I'm so sorry, buddy, but you're... You, I could spend an inspiration to uh, boost it. So what, you it, can. what are you at right now? Um, okay, let, let's see what his uh, his two rage dice do. Oh, God. Okay. Um, he can get as high as a 28, but that's rude. So I'm going to take the five and say that he is at 24. Uh, he's at 24? Yes. And you do have a ton of inspiration. Okay, so I had, what did I say before, 23? Yes. I only need to boost it a little bit, so, um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, so that's 15 plus 8 plus any of my other dies will help it. So I'll just take the 3... Because I want to have a big impact. Okay. So that's going to make it a 26. Uh, okay, that that beats him. Okay. Finally. <laughs> so, Finally, you can you can show off your six sword skills. So I I uh, I twist the um the katana out of its grasp and uh mm. it like cut off its its fingy and, <gasps> and i uh and then i i uh i flash uh, it all right what's your stress die uh that is uh and this is plus two because of two-handed weapon okay that's gonna be an 11 oh god yeah okay what Okay, do you want to knock Oddity out right now, or do you want to uh, do the last two points ooh, to Rage? Ooh, ooh. I'm going to knock Oddity out. Uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to, like, kind of, like, uh, uh, it's it's been doing, um, like, Breath Weapon. That's Oddity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to uh, kind of, like, oh, hold on. Yeah, Dog wants into the other room. Dog in stereo. No, no, no. The cat came in too. <laughs> the cat snuck right in. It's almost as though they're they're stealth predators. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh resetting and so uh I am going to 
take the katana, uh, slash through the finger, and then uh, angle it upward towards its mouth and kind of like uh, almost like unhinge its jaw, like cut some kind of tendon or something. Ah. And just take out the oddity right away. Okay, so Arlo. <laughs> oh god, what happened? I heard a, like a zipping sound. So I what went happened? to push it. Okay, so he he has his uh uh T-shaped like tube toy and uh-huh. he has fought it all the way to my like all the way across the room to my uh my chair. So I went to push it back so that it wouldn't be right there on mic. And as I pushed it, he jumped into it at full <laughs> tilt and just oh. turned it into a Beyblade. <laughs> oh my lord. And now he won't leave it, so I can't push it back across the room. So any crinkling you hear is Arlo playing with his toy. I apologize. Baby boy has a toy. Okay, so so you sliced off uh, the fingers on one of his hands and uh, uh, sliced up uh, one of his tendons. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the thing that, um, like the connection of, of jaw and like upper face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you have done this. You have broken his oddity. And uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? He is going to interrupt your turn so that he can go again because he thinks that's garbage. Um. All right, so Arlo, you hacker, kill thyself, child. Okay, so he is going to make an attempt to do his uh his healing once again. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Can I so, can I do anything to prevent that? Uh yeah, uh yeah, if you want to uh try and prevent that, you roll the same thing uh you would or you do the same thing you would do on a counter. So if you're trying okay. to shoot him uh with your rifle, you would do that. If you're trying to like fire off one of your elemental rounds to to hit him out of this, uh you could roll with the auxiliary. Uh But yeah, so yeah, if you're doing the okay, yeah, if you're doing this quickly, like if you're firing it off as as soon as you recognize that he is beginning to heal himself, mm-hmm. um, you can do swift. Uh, if you are trying to like duck behind a building and then poke out and uh, attack him, like I'll allow subtle. Okay. Uh, we'll go high stakes gambler for this one. Okay. And uh, composure, because uh, you know you, you you gotta you gotta be quick on the draw with this, right? Composure, six symbols for two d sixes. All right, two d sixes, and yeah, swift or subtle for a uh, pilot stats, depending on how you want to do this. And uh, weapon. Yeah, weapon or auxiliary, depending on how you want to try and stop his uh, his healing. Uh, both of those are a D8, so... Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll mechanically it doesn't matter, but I would like to know for narrative reasons. Uh, probably my, I'll, I'd use my gun again. 
Okay, so let's see. He will actually roll d12s for his oddity dice for this. Uh, yeah, we'll use motivation because he wants to keep fighting. And stamina. <laughs> so it was composure and uh, high stakes gambler. So those are two d6s. Mm-hmm. And then um, d8. Uh, yes, a, a d8 for a. Uh... For your pilot stat, if you're trying to do this sneakily. And then another D8 for your mech stat on either your rifle or using your damage modulator to uh, to try and uh, throw some elemental canisters on him. Uh, okay. Oh, he didn't even roll his, uh, his fortune dice. Oh Dude, I got Lord. really bad rolls. Yeah, he... If I go, if I do efficiency and go max, he rolled a, uh, let's see, seven, eight, nine, a twenty-nine. Yeah, no, there's no way. Okay, so yeah, he is going to actually lower his oddity die to back down to a d10, and so yeah, you 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 see this through the uh, scope of your rifle and. Uh, Nana, you see this because you just did it. But, like, his jaw just kind of pops back into place, and the flesh around the uh, the gash you made just kind of knits itself back together. And he is going to uh, uh, brace himself and try to uh, uh, roar at both of you again. So, this is his fear attack. So... Get together your dice that uh, do fear. And I'm rolling uh, disadvantage because I did the reckless. Uh, both of you are, actually. Because I think both of you took reckless. Okay, so it's d20. Oh no, his d20 is real strong already. Okay, so two oddity. Name and spirit. Oh god! He is rolling fire right now. Oh. Well, it's okay because you had that one turn where you rolled like four D one. Yeah. Four ones. Uh, let's see. I will take the four. Eight. So that is a twenty-two for this attack against both of you. Okay, twenty-two. Yeah, he's coming at you with the twenty-two. Okay. Then I need to roll again. Auxiliary. Uh, yeah, you roll one more uh, d20, and whichever one's lower, you take that. Stuff, 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 stuff. Okay. I already rolled a d20. Did I just roll it again? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Like, we have the 15 recorded. It's so. another 15. Okay, so you get a 15 you can go on this with. So, let's see, what did I say? That was a 22? Yeah, I only have a 15 total. Okay. I got um, a 15 and 11 on my fortune. Yeah. So unless either of you want to... Oh, no. You can only spend... A, a, can you spend inspiration on counters? I don't know. 
Okay, so one second, Control F. But either either way, like there's no way I I didn't have anything else that could get me up. Hmm. Okay, yeah, but potentially Cecilio can. Um. Okay, okay, okay. Nope, that's not right. Turns out there is a lot of uh okay, spending inspiration. Uh Okay, yeah, looks like you can spend inspiration whenever you have to roll. So let's see, Matt, you are mm -hmm. So yeah, got... you can spend an inspiration and add that other four, and you can avoid the damage of this attack. Okay, I'll do or, that. Okay, so take off one of your inspirations. And so, let's see, that would then be an 8 plus a 15, which is higher than 22. So that would uh, that would get you to safety, but Nana um, apparently did not make it. Oh, no. All right, so let's see. Uh, can cause terror with just its roar when creating the terror condition. I can add a D6 to reduce a damage die, or a danger die. I did not even do that. Um, oh, to turn all unused dice pool into extra impact. Oh, it is lucky for Nana I forgot to do that. Uh, apply... Uh, okay. Apply one impact die to all nearby targets. Um, good golly gosh, that 10 is right there. Okay, so you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, but there's 10 damage coming at you. Okay, my vigor and tenacity are both 9, so... It's but you have... Uh, you do have reflex. No, or I reaction. Because I already used that reaction. Oh, you used all your reactions? Yeah, I did two damage to it, and I blocked two damage. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at your uh, your file, and you have five listed still. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I, I was writing it down. I, I had, like, a... Oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, Cecilio, you have two damage coming at you. Because uh, he still okay. hits... So, yeah, what, what you see, though, as you duck behind a building and uh, poke yourself out, you see a uh, Palladium uh, uh, Danger Fist. Um, <laughs> decimator. Decimator. Like, it looks like it is in a, a hurricane. Oh my like, goodness. Uh, like, the first thing you see happen is the sword flies out of, out of her hand and embeds itself in uh, in a building over here. So, disarmed for one. Mr. President says no. He does. Uh, yeah, and then you see, uh, like the uh, the reflective plating start peeling off from the force of this roar. Oh my goodness! And the uh, yeah, the mech slams into a uh, into a building. Uh, you know, we'll say you get pushed over here. So yeah, you get thrown into a building and it just kind of slumps and uh, 
it's a uh, it's a little bit on the fritz. Like you see some bits and pieces moving, uh, uh, like involuntarily, and mm -hmm. the uh, yeah, the kaiju looks at that, and then it does uh. It throws its head back and roars, but this isn't a attack. This is like a victorious roar. <gasps> um. Okay, so I need to check something. Victorious roar. What is it celebrating? I need to know. I'm sure it's not a birthday. It's celebrating the murder it just achieved. No. Yeah, it took me out and won. The. F Okay. No way. Yeah, I'm just looking at this. Grandma's supposed to enjoy her retirement. So yeah, go going back into the uh uh like camera pans or camera cuts to the inside of the uh, of the cockpit and uh Nana's uh Nana's cockpit's at an angle, like the gyroscopes inside of it aren't working. And uh she you know, like she's reckless, but she's still like she still buckles her uh, her seatbelt. So uh yeah, she's kind of hanging off of that. There's a uh, there's some blood trickling down from uh from uh her hairline somewhere. And was this uh, tenacity damage? Um yes, this was tenacity damage actually. So I, I so maybe she's not out, but she is freaking out because this was like a fear effect. Yeah. Yeah. She's freaking out like her systems aren't working. She's like hitting things to try and get it up and panicking because she's in this vulnerable like uh state and she's she's totally down. And she's also got the the cool blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just just frantically trying to trying to get your uh, your machine back up and running. Um, okay, so let's see. That is actually that. So. Yeah, I did not expect to one-shot one of you. Um, so I, I, I will continue with, uh, with uh, the narrative I had written for after he took his turn while I frantically think of something to, to give you something to do. Uh, no, I'm eating dinner. I'm. Oh my I'm, god. <laughs> I'm. In. Okay. No, you, you, you do you. Uh, and oh. and then um, Matt can remember, uh, in their heart that that, uh, or Cecilia can remember in his heart that uh, Nana loves when monsters die. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Nana back through the power of violence. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, he's about, he's about to unleash the power of Claire's. Okay, so yeah, this this thing has roared uh in celebration of taking down this shiny, frustrating uh pokey mech. No and, uh, yeah, it starts uh it starts stalking towards uh Palladium uh Decimator. Got it. So yeah, it starts doing that uh that uh like 
Jurassic Park T-Rex lowered the head, stalking forwards to towards its prey thing. Oh my god! And as it's uh, doing that, you hear uh, some crackling coming in over your comms. Oh, and, I forgot about that. <laughs> and uh, it it's a bit garbled at first, but then it starts coming in more clear. And uh, you hear Commander Blue, and he says, uh, "Situation at the base is under control." We have repelled the Oni Ninja. Uh, scanners are back up and running. He uh, pauses and says, My God, what happened to Palladium Decimator? The pilot readings and mech readings are... They're not looking good. Oh, no. Um, is there a way... This is above table. Is there a way for me to use my gun, like my my fuzzy pink gun, while inside of this? No. Oh, never mind. Okay, you can, but not to any serious effect to the kaiju. Okay. It would be like it would be like saying, "Hey, (laughs) yeah." It would be like saying, "Hey, I have this Glock. Can can I shoot this whale with it?" (laughs) And the answer is, yeah. But it's just not going to do anything. Yeah, like there's too much meat for it to have any specific effect. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, the, the com- so yeah, the commander uh, uh, keeps uh, keeps talking um, and says, uh, "Okay, our long range scanners are back on." And oh, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh. You you can uh, like hear him tippity tapping, and uh, like camera cuts back into a uh, back into the base, and he's he's in his briefing room, uh, dead ninja all around him. Uh, his additional mechanical arms are each holding a little AKF pistols. Oh and, no! And he is furiously okay. typing, and a uh, a document pops up onto his screen. And he radios back to uh, to Cecilio and says, uh, "That that is not any kaiju. That is a uh, kaibutsu. That thing is nearly indestructible." Oh no! You you hear more furious typing, and he says, uh, "Okay, with the ninjas out of the way, we he uh, you hear more typing, and he says." Uh, that thing's just going to keep healing as fast as you can do damage to it. But if you can keep it still long enough, we can potentially uh, disable him for for the time being. Uh, that will unfortunately require us to drop a an oxygen vapor bomb on him. Oh no! Uh, why? That is why. That is why I was wondering about uh, the oxygen destroyer earlier. This is the legally distinct oxygen destroyer. You asked me this like today. I did. Oh. Um. So yeah, he says uh, we'll have to drop a oxygen vaporization bomb on it. That is going to destroy anything organic within a one mile radius. Uh. Oh no! And Granny's down. Yeah, he's going to say uh. Most of the city has been evacuated to 
either bunkers or the base itself. But you and Palladium Devastator need to get out of the out of the range of effect. Can we though? That's a deal. Um if you could perhaps hinder his movement, uh you might be able to get out of the blast radius. Um because we, we are targeting his uh unique nuclear signature. The gray mm-hmm. sabers are scrambling their fighters as we speak. So they'll be out they'll be able to uh deploy the payload in a few minutes. And what that means is basically by the next round, uh, I'll just give him a little aura if I can. <laughs> and you know what? We'll just make this a uh, nuclear green because it's him. Okay. So. Uh, you have the that, uh, aura isn't visible. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Give me one second. Um, oop. Okay. Okay. Cool. So that, yeah, he will be the center of the explosion. And any districts that his explosion is touching will be affected by the oxygen vapor, uh, vapor bomb. The, uh, the OVB, we'll call it. So. Is there a way to, um, grapple him outside of this? city zone um so you would have to grapple him and then start pushing him and he would be able to attempt to resist you uh with every check um yeah it is uh your turn though uh since nana's out so if you wanted to you can attempt to make a uh create a boon for yourselves which is like out of the blast radius and move yourself and Nana to a safe uh, distance. Mm-hmm. But what about the people uh, in here? Most of Would the they- population has been evacuated to bunkers or uh, or the base, uh, like but the not, uh, commander said. Not everybody. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's like, the, this guy right here, this kaiju, kaibetsu, or kaibutsu, uh-huh. He he is a problem. Uh-huh. Like th- this is one of those things where it's like, if a hundred people die to take this guy out, that's a good outcome. Uh, I see. Yeah, like th- um, this guy is is like Godzilla walking through Tokyo. Like, okay. yeah, any amount of collateral damage that leaves the city intact is a positive outcome when dealing with him. So unfortunately the people that if there are anybody are anybody, if there's still, if there is still anybody in these districts, um, then yeah, they they would be vaporized. But if you wanted, so yeah, uh, your options. So here's here's my thoughts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give, Give me your thoughts. Um, I had an idea. Because I feel like this is something that, you know, Cecilio, he's a huge gambler. 
but like one of his things is like he's kind of at least in the years of paying off his debt he's learned to like people a lot more things of the sort and i wanted to play my hand at either making sure this thing stays still or pushing it out of the area by aka paying my debt early to try to live a new life aka mm. sacrificing myself oh that's good and, and okay aka paying my debt early and nana's doing the thing where she's like no leave me save yourself <laughs> and but as you're saying that nana you 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 see the the little uh off-center picture of your family who's oh yeah it's a skew. yeah yeah it's a skew and they're all looking at you and waving at you and and you know they want you to come home oh no yeah. it's to see okay so so i would like to play that hand if possible. oh i i love this hand okay so so <laughs> you know what because that's why yeah, i was asking be- if there was a way to push them out of the city to save more people Okay, you know what? Because because you're repaying your debt to society, and you're doing this real big cool uh, uh, event. Uh-huh. Um, okay, you still have three inspiration points left. Yes, I'll allow like, you to spend one. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow you to spend one to try and make this happen. Okay, and then you will roll uh, against him. And. Okay. You can use your inspiration as you see fit. Um, Julian, you're not doing anything. You go find inspiration. See see what all inspiration can do. Uh, on it. Okay. Oh, he... Okay. Kaibutsu is off to a great start. His fortune dice <laughs> is a three. Oh, boy. Let's see. He's trying to... to... Yeah, you're... you're... Yeah, you you've rammed into him with all the force of this giant pickup truck of a mech. And mm-hmm. you're you're trying to push him back. But, but he he wants to stay and eat that shiny thing. So I think you'll be making him mad. So we'll 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 do a little bit of a D10 here. And oh, mo- oh my god. A one. <laughs> so his motivation is he hungry. So that's going to be a D8. A four. Oh my god. It might just work. It might just work. And he's fighting against you, so that's going to be his stamina. So that's a D10. Oh good god. Oh, his <laughs> rolls are garbage. Oh wait, uh, I forgot one of his uh, one of his rage rolls because you roll two stress or die. Okay, let's see if this 10 is anything. Oh my god, it's another one. <laughs> this, the king of kaiju, the monster to end all monsters, has rolled a three, a one, a four, a five, and a one. Yeah. So he is trying to stop your 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 attempt with a total of nine. Okay, so let's go to your stats. So okay. you're paying your debt yeah. early. So that will be a uh, a D ten. Okay. Um, th- this is going to be power for your mech because you're physically pushing him with a 
you know, like all thrusters are on, all power has been diverted to to locomotion. Yeah. Let's see. I'm, I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> uh, I'll allow passion for your value. Okay. Yeah. And please. I gotta say, this is bold. I would love to give you subtle or creative. But you have made a bold choice, my friend. Uh-huh, so that's a D6. Uh-huh. Okay, so, so D6. If a D6. You, to, you can spend two inspiration points to grant yourself advantage. Yes. D10. Is there a D10 die? Um, you don't have any. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's the one that rolled a zero. Okay, got D10 <laughs> die. Um, okay, so, so a D10, then, a D8, uh, a D8, a D6, and two D20. Okay. I have a three and a 16 for two, two D20s. So you take the 16. Okay. Um, I didn't even look at that. Arlo uh, is purring so much. He is hyped for this. He is hyped for this. Uh, for my D8, I have a 7. Oh my god. Um, oh, okay, f- what's next? I'm, a D10. D10. D10 is 8. Okay, another D8. Okay, another D8. That's a 5. And a D6. A D6 is a 6. Oh my lord. Okay, so no matter what way you slice it, you succeed super hard. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, uh, so yeah, we, we will cut back to the, uh, the, the cockpit of, uh, of Nana. And, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Nana. You, <laughs> so, yeah, you're, uh, you're panicking, your mech's not responding. Um, like it's falling apart around you. You uh, you uh, look up and through the uh the cracked uh chassis of your mech, like it just straight up has a break uh in the cockpit, allowing you to see. You watch as uh as Cherry just slams into uh Kaibutsu and starts pushing it, and uh. At first, it looks like Kaibutsu has the advantage because it's just physically larger. But as you watch, you see that um, the the path of destruction it has wrought is actually working against it. And its feet are getting caught in uh, all of this rubble. Like, it can't get any traction. Whereas, mm-hmm. um, yeah, whereas uh, Cherry, this hunk of junk... Uh, has the mech equivalent of all-terrain tires. Like, its feet are like cleats. And it is able to keep its uh, its traction and its balance. And it just starts pushing uh, Kaibutsu fur- closer and closer to the edge of uh, the kaiju wall. Um, and as you get closer, as you start pushing him through these uh, dilapidated uh, uh, districts, uh, we cut back to uh, we cut back to Cherry, mm-hmm. and as you push it down this street, you see this colossal hole that Kaibutsu obviously made to to get into city. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, so you, you floor it, you gun it. Like you put everything this mech has into to the metal. Yeah. You are putting everything this mech has into forward movement. And, uh, Kaibutsu is, is roaring. It's firing off its laser, but like you're, you're right up on it. It can't get a good angle at you. And mm-hmm. you start pushing it out the hole and it, it grabs the side to try and, uh, to try and uh, stop this, but one of its hands just can't get uh, like any amount of uh, grip that that matters, as it is missing most of its fingers on that hand. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you manage to just shove it out of out through this hole, um, like not very, uh, uh, like not very gracefully. Mm-hmm. And then we will cut back to a uh, Tanana. Uh, Cherry is out of your line of sight. Your mech can't move. Uh, Cherry has pushed the uh, the kaiju through its path of destruction. But as as you sit there trying to get your mech to move to do anything to uh to save uh Cecilio, uh, you hear you hear the uh, sounds of jet engines roar. And uh, you look look up in the sky, and you see a squadron of uh of the uh eight uh AKF's uh um gray saber uh sorry, there's a cat on my arm. <laughs> you see the the gray saber uh uh AKF Air Force uh shooting through the sky, and attached to the bottom of uh the uh the jet in the middle of this formation you see this massive bomb and it is just making a beeline for where uh Cecilio was pushing uh uh Kaibutsu the yeah the scene uh cuts back to uh base commander blue standing uh, in front of his in front of his uh, monitor. Uh, on the table is a holographic display of the city with a uh, with two green triangles and one red triangle. Um, one of the green triangles is unmoving, but the other one is actively pushing the red triangle towards the edge of the holographic map. And approaching quickly are... Uh, the seven uh, gray triangles that are in a uh, uh, little formation. And uh, as he's watching this uh, this approach, uh, so yeah, as the uh, gray triangles are approaching the, uh, the green and the red triangle, uh, a message comes over his intercom. Uh, Sir, this is Saber 1. It appears as though one of our... Uh, our units is grappling the target. Uh, um, advise. Uh, Commander Blue uh, puts both his hands on his table. He uh, closes closes his eyes, takes a deep breath, and says, uh, "Drop the payload. We have to get rid of this." <laughs> the uh, the pilot. I'm sorry, uh, Julian. Res- <laughs> The pilot responds, uh, 
the pilot responds, uh, understood, sir. And the pilots fly over uh, Kaibutsu and Cherry, who are now well into the the wasteland surrounding uh, uh, New Vega. And they uh, drop this uh, this uh, bomb. If you want uh, Cecilio to have a one-liner as the uh, bomb drops... Uh, okay. Um, I guess if you had any one-liners to say, um, he'd say, if I get to play again, I think I'd like to be just as lucky. That's good. Yeah. He, he'd say that. And it starts falling. And as it reaches, you know, probably like 500 feet above uh, the kaiju's head, it detonates in a blinding white light. Like, this is casting shadows even in the city. Like It is like someone has shown a spotlight uh, just directly into your face, almost, uh, Etta. And uh, the burning light stays there for a moment, and it soon starts uh, dimming and dimming and kind of flickering, and eventually the light has gone out. And out in the uh, the wasteland surrounding New Vega, there is the like almost glassed corpse of kaibutsu it is nothing but bones right now and these bones are scorched and grappling with him and mostly melted to these bones is the husk of a slot machine shaped mech And then if it was just absolutely just exploded, it'd just be like all that was left was just a pair of dice or something. <laughs> His fuzzy dice survived. Yeah. His fuzzy dice survived. Uh yeah, Commander Blue uh uh crackles in over the your damaged uh comms uh uh Nana and says uh I'm sorry, Henrietta. Uh, I'll send a team out to pick up you and your mech. And uh, he cuts. Uh, he cuts uh, communications there. And the as is often when a kaiju attack occurs, there are. Weeks of cleanup planned. Buildings must be uh, rebuilt, roads repaved, uh, rubble disposed of. A shiny new mech needs to be ordered as currently Palladium uh, Devastator is out of commission. There are next to no functional systems left on this mech. Uh, Your sword has been recovered, though, and that, that still works. And uh, su- surprisingly, uh, there is still just that little frost canister that's still loaded into your sword. No! So, yeah, Nana, uh, you know, like you're you're in uh, you're in hospital, 
uh your family's there they're uh they're so glad you you lived uh your kids obviously you know like get on to you for putting yourself in so much danger fighting the the literal granddaddy of all kaiju but like they're just happy you're alive and uh while while you are having uh uh this the this fine ending like it it's not a good ending it's not a bad ending it's a fine ending um we will actually turn the camera over to uh to this dark little uh, business room um there's a a, a squat man who has a uh, come into the room. He's wearing a very ostentatious uh, overcoat, uh, like leopard print fur trim on it. Uh, he's got a little bowler hat tipped to one side, uh, just a massive cigar chomped in, in his mouth. Uh, he, he has these little round sunglasses that don't quite cover his eyes, like they're mostly there for show. Uh, they're, they're a bit iridescent. And... Uh, just the biggest bodyguard you've ever done seen is following this man. Like the, this guy is so big that his suit is just tight on him. And you can see the distinct outline of several handguns on his person under his jacket. Um, so yeah, the, this squat little man walks up to uh, the table uh, behind which sits a, a fairly old uh, uh, Japanese man. And uh, he walks up and he's like, uh, "Oh, whatever, oh, whatever data you got off of that stupid base was worth my mech." The uh, the man behind the desk uh, just shakes his head and says, uh, "I'll be honest. The I from the uh, personality report I received on uh, your employee, I did not expect him to." perform that way and uh the the squat man uh huffily sits down in his in a uh, plush chair and says i didn't either gave the idiot a sniper rifle i expected him to keep my mech safe and uh the the man behind the desk just kind of chuckles and says uh well i guess that's the joy of humanity isn't it you can just never really predict what we're going to do. And uh, the man, uh, the squat man grumbles and uh, the uh, the man behind the desk uh, stands up. He's very tall, dressed in a black suit and black turtleneck. And he says, uh, besides, don't don't worry about your mech. It was uh, it was due for replacement anyways. He walks over to uh to uh, the window in the back of his office and opens it up and opens it to a uh, warehouse that seems to be in full production of a of a of a mech and uh, this mech looks to be built to resemble a samurai in full armor and uh he uh, he looks at him um, and says, uh, "The data we got from the AKF will greatly assist in building Susano. 
and it did cost you your pilot, but I'm sure we could work something out. The uh, the squat man uh, grumbles and looks up and says, uh, I picked the pilot then. The, you cost me my mech to build this thing. I, I want to pick who drives it. The, uh, the man in the uh, uh, suit nods and says, uh, that's understandable. So on top of what we will be paying you for your assistance in this matter, uh, you will be able to choose the pilot for Susano. The uh, squat man stands up and says, uh, sounds like a deal. And uh, they shake. And uh, he starts, uh, he he leaves the uh, the office. And his massive bodyguard, once they are out of the office, uh, turns to look back at the door and to his boss and says, uh, boss, should we really be helping these Oni guys? They, uh, they don't seem to have the best interest of humanity in mind. The man in... Ah, the squat man slaps his uh, bodyguard on the uh, the shoulder, but not even the shoulder. He can't reach it that high. Like slaps him on his forearm and says, "I don't pay you to think about nothing. You just keep me alive." And we will end it on that. Uh, the this has been the uh, Mecha versus Kaiju beta play test from the. Uh, insight from its creator, Jonathan Wright. It seems we got most of it, uh, most of the rules correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, you, I, I will ask you guys what your opinions are of the system while I deal with this small cat. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm sorry. John, do you remember yesterday, literally yesterday? Yeah, I broke down <laughs> sobbing for like a half hour because yep. I saw a clip of a guy who rescued a little girl from a burning building. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I literally cried for like a half hour over this. He and did. Then, and, and and you loved you loved it. You loved the selfless sacrifice. I do. It's my favorite trope. It's your favorite trope. <laughs> it unironically gets him every time. It does. <laughs> I um I, I like know. the part where I like the part where Cecilia was alive. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I I miss him already. <laughs> oh my god. Uh so so mechanically, okay. what what did you guys think of the system? Like uh I feel like I do speak for all of us when it sounds like uh, interrupts are a bit overpowered. Yeah, interrupts uh, make it a little bit confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Bit, I kind of... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, it, it's just... Um, and I'm not sure how it would play with, like, more players because I think that it just in general it, for tabletop games... Um, Three is kind of on like the low end of uh, what is, and two is like very, very mm-hmm. tiny for a, a a group size. 
So I mm-hmm. think that I would kind of want to see how interrupts play with a bigger group to see kind of, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like if there were just more than three combatants uh, vying for uh, initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I do see interrupts, like, I feel like those could be, like, a uh, an optional rule. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I ran this as it is, I would probably posit a home rule of interrupts being optional, and, I don't know, maybe if you use one, you then you re-roll, but until then, uh, you keep your initiatives. Um, I, I can think of a few ways to do it. So like, I might do, you know, uh, spend an inspiration to do an interrupt. Oh yeah, that would be good. Uh, Oh, that's not, yeah, that, that wasn't how they, they did. It's just, you can do it. Yeah. I I feel like maybe like using an inspiration to interrupt is probably a good, um, a good balance. balance it out because I feel like, like earlier, I was asking the question, like, okay, like if we just keep interrupting each other, could we just make this go on and on forever and ever? Amen. You yeah. know, like, like I, I had a hard time. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of, I kind of had a hard time keeping up sometimes of what was happening next because Me of the interrupting, <laughs> and because uh, uh, you're yeah, already like- rolling so much. Because the thing is, you're already rolling like up to like four to five dice. Yeah, yeah, you, you, the, it is a dice pool game. Yeah. So yeah, like and if, uh, if dice pool isn't your thing, I can definitely see this being overwhelming. Yeah, I did. So I liked. So uh, I think that dice pool games, and this is kind of like just me because I've never really played a dice pool game before. I think that I was right to use the physical dice because I feel like in roll twenty it was like the problem of uh oh was this last turn or was this you know this Yeah turn? that that's why I started typing the uh the dash So yeah I but I did like cuz I kind of had all of my dice um uh I have uh kind of like multiple sets of dice and I I had arranged it by size so that every time that uh I confirmed you know, what aspect I'm using, what value I'm using. I would just take that dice and put it kind of right in front of me so that I was keeping track of what I needed to roll. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that was helpful for me. So I would recommend if anybody uh, has kind of difficulty keeping that straight in their mind, like I do, um, that that is a good way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like I should have um what's it? Hello child. Um I should have definitely broke up way more dice. Cause I kept just reusing the same dice I had. Uh yeah, I uh I the okay, so as far as uh, the kaiju itself goes, uh yeah, like the, there's as much uh stuff that goes into building a kaiju as there is a uh a uh, player character mm-hmm. so yeah every kaiju is like its own special monster um but they do have like little stats in here for like mooks basically so for instance the uh the oni ninja that you guys were dealing with uh they had two sets of uh of abilities 
one of them had three D6s and the other one had a 2D6 and a D8. And it's basically whenever you up the uh, difficulty, you take a dice and you boost it. Um, so yeah, like that, that's just how you deal with a uh, random mooks. So I suppose you could do like, if you're fighting a kaiju, then these things with the generic stats would be like, uh, like offspring or something, but like the kaiju itself is its own special entity. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do regret that I misunderstood, uh, some of the stats, but that was a full on a me problem. Uh, so yeah, it uh, so its stressors were uh, cunning, where I add the dice to create a an asset to itself. So if it were trying to like um, hinder you guys in some way, like if it wanted to start toppling buildings, then I would have rolled a cunning. Not when I was defending against you guys uh, attacking it. Uh, rage was its a uh, its attack stat. And Oddity was to just do its weird stuff. So yeah, Oddity I actually used correctly. Um, but yeah, it... uh. Okay, cat. Just jumped from the floor to the back of my chair. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 do, I do like the, the building a kaiju portion. Um, let's see. Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, the interrupts are a bit wild. They they require like some uh they they require reining in, I think, because the game is meant to be uh to be fast and like a like an anime, but mm-hmm. I feel like the interrupt makes it too fast. Um inspiration I think is fine. Uh you guys didn't break anything with inspiration. No. Mm-mm. Um Let's see the the powers I gave you were were fine. Um, yeah. If I if I run this again, I'll probably give a uh, uh, level one players more than two construction points to add stuff to their mechs, so that you know they can have additional abilities. Um, mm-hmm. I I felt the chase scene was a uh, was yeah was fine. Yeah, the chase scene was fine. That actually. Honestly, out of everything, that was probably the most flexible form of combat. Oh yeah, yeah, because it it gave you a it basically gives you two uh, methods of victory, which is boost your chase die to d twelve, or take out everyone who's chasing you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the owl cat. Um. Yeah, the uh, the distance thing I think is uh, is fine. Just kind of having a, a more abstract theater of the mind type thing. Like, like I put this map up because I thought it would be hilarious that far range in one direction isn't far range in another direction. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. you know cities are are dense. Uh, but yeah, like in regular play, this would be more of a theater of the mind type thing where it's like. Okay, are you okay? Like th- in in the narrative, how far are you? Two blocks. Okay, it's you, you're you're a fifteen meter tall mech. Like you can you can run that. So yeah, you you can get there in two turns. Oh, it's a it's a half mile away. Well, golly gee shucks, you're you're gonna have to to 
do an ability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys didn't do it at all, I don't think. But yeah, I, I personally like the... Uh... Okay, well, actually, Cecilio did it twice. Uh, I actually like uh, the option during combat to basically make a a, a boon an opportunity to help everyone. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, like I said, this game started off as a fate mod. And that's kind of one of the things uh, in fate that came over in its new uh, rendition. So yeah, you can uh, create uh, bonuses for yourself or negatives against your, uh, your opponents uh, instead of doing damage to them. And I, I, I just like that additional layer of yeah, combat isn't always just hit thing with big stick. Yes, I did like that, but also I desperately wanted to hit thing with that big stick once. Just yeah. Just me one. <laughs> and you did. Yes, it was great when I got there, but it took me a minute. It, it, I was, yeah, you had to wind up. Yeah, my like rolls you, were not with me. Yeah, like you, you got arthritis. Mm-hmm. You, you can't mm-hmm. be batting a thousand all the time. Yeah, that's my flesh. Uh, Cecilio was sad that he had to go, but <laughs> that was your decision. But no, I know he was so sad about it. He felt, I mean, he was confident but sad in his decision. Yeah, he wished it didn't have to be that way, uh, but you know, yeah, that you, you played Cecilio so well. I did, um, I, yeah, I hope, I hope I did because. I, I I wasn't really sure where to go. I hadn't really had a chance yeah. to play him before, but I'm glad. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, also the last several pages of the PDF is just uh, like a fun little alternate history uh, for the world of Mecha versus Kaiju. So it's basically the same uh, world as our Earth up until World War II, where a cult summons a... a Kai, Kai, Kaibu, Kaibutsu. God, the the me, the kaiju's name isn't in front of me, so I can't remember it. But yeah, I think it was Kaibutsu. But yeah, th- this kaiju you guys were fighting, the granddaddy, uh, he was summoned in World War II, and he just keeps coming back to life, no matter how many times they kill him. <laughs> but yeah, and then there's the the Oni Ninja, who are uh, like part of they they were part of this cult. I think they branched off. I I haven't Okay, I read through the history once before I started making this to get some proper nouns. Um yeah, like uh, as far as a uh, uh as far as uh, me with the PDF itself. Um I think there's a uh, some different formatting. Wow, I said that weird. Different formatting that can be done to um uh make it more streamlined. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. I didn't. I I wasn't because this is like such. Yeah, the, this is beta three material. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't imagine that this was going to be like the final. Yeah, 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 nah. But yeah, like, uh, but yeah, just uh, I hope the uh, the final product uh, has more streamlined uh, formatting. I would also like it if. Uh, so there is a example kaiju and an example pilot in the uh, in the uh, PDF. 
And I would also like to see an example mech. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd love to see an example mech. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, when... Uh, again, this is mostly a me uh, issue with the uh, comprehension and some issues with the uh, formatting I was having. That's, again, on me. But I did keep uh, referring to the pre-built uh, character, Ace, to, uh, to build to help you guys build your characters. And mm -hmm. like I said, I just straight up used a uh, Kaibutsu from the book to be the boss here. And yeah, I would, I would just like to have seen a, um, a pre-built mech. Cause I believe in the fate book, which I don't have on me. I probably should have brought that out. Uh, there are two pre-built mechs, um, but no pre-built pilots or Kaiju. Okay. It has the inverse uh, issue. Um, let's see. Uh, I like the yeah, I like how the stats work, and I like the uh, the dice boost system, where you basically take away from one dice and put into another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure we could have done some shenanery with that if we were all more uh, experienced with the with this uh, uh, setup. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel the same. Yeah, like uh, the first time playing this, and this being the uh, the playtest uh, module, or however you want to talk about it. Uh, I feel like that did hamper our, I'll say, uh, efficiency while playing. Yeah, it it was it was kind of a learning opportunity. But yeah, it's not di it's not like too difficult to learn. I yeah, am, like mm -hmm. tertiarily. Like is so tangentially um, familiar with fate that uh, I can kind of get the and and other like TTRPGs that mm -hmm. I was able to get the gist of it. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, like I, I've been looking into some TTRPGs recently that do require you to make a like either get two uh, at you know like two skills to roll or collect a small amount of dice to roll. So I, I was I was a little bit uh uh used to that. But mm -hmm. yeah, like I I you know what Matt, you're our uh you're our, our young Texas boy from a from a sheltered home. Uh yeah. how how did uh, how did you feel about the uh, the dice pool? Um like the dice pool like you mean like the amount of dice I had the roll? Yeah like like yeah, this was it, it yeah. yeah, was it, it overwhelming kinda, or it kinda or was a lot. It kinda it kinda was a bit overwhelming, I'm not gonna lie. Um okay. but this is my first time doing a dice pool before. Mm -hmm. I haven't done a game like this before where I had to do more than one dice at one time. And okay. a lot of the same style dice, if it makes sense. So I'm not quite sure if it's because it's my first time doing that or if it if you know if I feel the same if I did it again mm -hmm. uh, I don't know to me like if it's like more fast on the cuff kind of combat like an anime I feel like a dice pull kind of doesn't do it justice because you're doing you're you're doing up to a few at a time and mm -hmm. then adding on some other things of that and so like kind of like I honestly feel like kind of like, and I don't know, this is just me like, like seeing if something is going to 
hit, I suppose, and then doing damage. But I know that's how other systems are set up already. So yeah, it's just it's just I don't know. It's just like it's just yeah, I, I guess it's just a different way of doing it. But yeah, um, maybe like cutting back a couple of things. I don't know. I just feel like maybe there's too many dice on the table for me, but it doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy it. Like I had a fun time because it was like exciting to see there's so many possibilities it could go, you know, it could be all yeah. one. So it wasn't a bad thing. Like, I don't think it really, I don't think it take away from the fun factor. I think it took away from the speed factor. Okay. Yeah. If I had any thing, you know, cause I know you're yeah. saying earlier that it's supposed to be kind of a fast paced thing like anime. And I was like, to me, it really didn't feel that way, and uh, but like not like not in a bad way, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I still had a fun time. I just feel like I was like, oh, fast paced. I really, <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't, don't see that. I feel that way. I don't. Yeah. I wanted to ask a question uh, for you, John. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, because you uh, you've played dice pool games before. And, yes. Yeah. Uh, you've played like fate before mm-hmm. um so uh one of the problems like i was kind of second guessing myself because i felt like i was using the same aspect too frequently and i, I that could be literally somebody just walk in and tell me like hey that's actually just how you play the game you're doing <laughs> fine like it could be my own insecurity with um uh, my own like preconceived idea of like oh no am I doing the same thing too much is it like cheap am, am I being like weird about it so um uh, so yeah that that is one of those things where it's uh because this is narrative the dice you roll are basically based off of uh what you said you want to do so you're like yeah Nana has a unquenchable bloodlust <laughs> she wants to decapitate this thing and put put its skull on her wall. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's ferocious, that's bold, that's a two-handed sword. Uh and that is uh spicy nana's bloodlust meter. Mm-hmm. So roll those. Uh but if you were like, okay, I can't hit this thing, so I'm going to I'm going to swing at it and faint and slash at its ankle to hobble it. Then it would be like, okay, that'll be subtle. Uh, that'll be like composed. Okay. And it would be a uh, little old lady or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. like it's just whatever you narrate, that would indicate what you roll. And so it's not necessarily a bad thing to can like be using the same traits and aspects and everything. Yeah, like, like a you you built Nana up as a a blender basically. Yeah, she's um, very much a dichotomy. Like outside of the mech and inside of the mech are like two very different Nanas. Yeah, um, but yeah, like you you built her up as a blender. So, like you saying, I'm going to stand there and just overhead, just like. <laughs> a wood chop at this kaiju until it's dead. What? Yeah. Like, what's that? I, um, the like the wooden training sword where they just like do an overhand swing like a billion times. Oh, uh, bushido. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you just wanted to stand there and just bushido this kaiju to death, 
it would be like, okay, if that's your turn, then here's your rolls. But uh, but yeah, like uh, Cecilia was like, I want to grapple this thing and push it, and it's like, okay, um, here's here's your passion, here's your bold, here's your power, and and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, like if uh, if Cecilio was like, actually, I want to grab uh, uh. Panda butt, doom fist, and drag her out of the way. Then I would be mm-hmm. like, okay, that's uh, that's kinship. That'll be high stakes. Uh, it'll be super structure and uh, bold or swift. So yeah, it just uh, it just depends on what you want to do, and that'll de- that'll determine your uh, your uh, uh dice. So it's kind of similar to. In fate, where, or to some degree, Pathfinder or D anD D, where you're like, I want to deceptively backflip over the orc to get a backstab, and it's like, no, you you got to roll athletics. Yeah, yeah. But if they were like, okay, I want to backflip over this orc and stab him in his butt, then it would be like, okay, uh, yeah, you're you're a pirate, so yeah. It, you'll get to roll your swashbuckling dice or invoke your swashbuckling aspect. So, yeah, are there uh, any thoughts, criticisms, concerns, advice to spay and neuter your pet? <laughs> um, yeah, it's important. Yeah. Yeah, spay, everyone listening, spay and neuter your pet. It is important. Spay and not neuter your pet and join a union. Pet. Yeah, and not only your pet for, but for the environment, but yourself as well, and yourself, and the environment around you. Yeah, just neuter everything you see. Yes, yes. Um, I had a great time. It was so much fun. Um, I'm I'm glad. The, I, I was going to ask if if you guys had fun with the system. Yeah, yeah it was I, I it was me when I wasn't crying. <laughs> you liked it up until the the ninety percent mark. Wah. Wah. I'm sorry. I love that. That was great. <laughs> I I as soon oh my gosh, as soon as you mentioned that there were still people, there were like majority of people. And I was like, so there's still people. They're like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, Cecilia does not like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, I gotta I gotta cast my debt. Is this Hannah's like tragic origin story? It might be. This is the like, origin of darkness. Yeah, it's like uh, your partner was was killed, uh, sacrificing himself bravely to save the the handful of people still in the city. So, so this is this is a fun thing. Um, so, if we were to continue with uh with uh, Nana Henrietta, uh, you can actually. Oh, we okay. So first of all, we did not keep track of uh of XP, which is gained through uh, uh a miscellaneous amount of uh events. But that is another level of things that has to be kept track of, which obviously we did not because I forgot about it because I was thinking of a hundred different things at once. But uh, one option during level up is you can take one of your aspects and change it. So they're very so uh 
Nana very well could take one of her uh, aspects and be like, instead of feisty grandma, um, she could be like a protective, uh, protective guardian or something. Grizzled veteran of uh like lost your part I, I don't know there's a lot of things yeah yeah and yeah you can also spend xp uh to level up your mech as well and get construction points for that um yeah there, there's a lot of uh level up options that like i said if we did continue this uh nano mm -hmm. nano would definitely get some options uh <clears throat> and i guess i will uh, close out with that as as the game is right now uh, would you guys want to play uh, a, a whole campaign in this system or would you rather wait for it to uh, come out or would you rather play the uh, more the the lighter uh, fate version I think uh, I do like this and I I think especially part of my problem is not having enough practice or experience with these types yeah. of games and with this particular system mm -hmm. so i feel like by the end i was having um more of a handle on it and then i got one shot it <laughs> i'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry about that it's okay he, look the dice wanted this to be dramatic it, it was so they decided to take out nana and then utterly fail on uh, thwarting uh, Cecilio, like I'm looking, like I was, I'm looking at that, and it's like I could not have fudged these better or more believably. <laughs> like if I was rolling behind a screen and I said, "Yeah, no, he he didn't roll above a five on any of his dice," like I feel like I would have been called a liar. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Excuse yeah. me, I'm sorry. I did not mean the yawn. So oh yeah, it is, it is midnight for you. Uh, but yeah, yeah, what what are uh yeah? But before we before we end this, uh, how about you? Would would you want to play uh more games in this system or? Yeah, uh, I'd be down. Um, like I said, this is my first time playing something with more than one dice set, and I think that if I play it more, I'll get more comfortable. And because like, for me, like in everything, I have to have a few times practice before I can say, oh, yeah, like I got this down. Or yeah. like, I understand, like I kept asking, like, which one I had to roll first, because mm -hmm. I kept forgetting. So I think the more I play it uh, in this yeah. current state, I can understand like how to play it and just a little bit more uh, practice. So yeah, I'd be yeah. down it again i'd be down for doing a whole campaign and if we do a whole campaign i'm gonna have to sadly uh, cecilia cannot rise from the ashes because he's only mortal so i will have to build something <laughs> yeah like not not only is cecilio dead uh uh cherry is just a fused chunk of metal out in the desert oh god it's so like morbid yeah <laughs> rip it's okay uh, it's what he wanted it's what he would have wanted to be an art installation. Wanted. Yeah, you can have people come look at him now. Uh, overall, a a very uh. So yeah, we are going to uh to call it here because it is late at night for all of us. Uh, <laughs> it seems like we all had a a very positive uh, experience with the system, even if uh 
uh, we had some some hiccups learning it. Yeah, it was great. I had a great time. Yeah. I would honestly, to like play this as a player and just build a real weird mech. Like, like Cherry set a good standard. I might be able to top it. <laughs> I would love, I would love to see what you make. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I've, I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. I've been making some weird mechanical garbage. But yeah, I also would not mind uh, running this again and building up uh, some, some kaiju and scenarios. Uh, oh, also, before we end, uh, I mentioned the sticky note and the notebook that I had or for this whole one shot. It is phase one, chase to the mech hanger. Phase two, fight kaiju. Phase three, deal with the kaiju while the bomb is dropped. And if you guys had repaired your systems earlier, you would have been able to call in uh, some uh, some boons from, you know, like either uh, ground forces or air forces. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I also have uh, on another page, Oni Ninjas, 3D6, Ogre Ninjas, 2D6, 1D8. Page 15, Boons. Marag Taura, Brule, Kaiju being fought off the coast of New Washington. <laughs> Like they had nothing whatsoever to do with the the campaign outside of why are these two the only mech pilots at base? Yeah, but who knows if we run a campaign, we we might encounter a God. I've already forgotten their names: Marag and Brul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm but excited. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we are going to end the episode here uh yeah this has been mecha versus kaiju 5e playtest thank you guys for showing up and listening and thank you guys for hanging out and helping me run uh play test it yeah absolutely i i would have done it i'd do it all over again it was so much fun yeah yeah it was uh it's great i've never play tested anything so yeah, yeah me neither. this is my first place testing yeah, same here. Uh, I, I have been working on some projects, but I haven't gotten to the playtesting portion of that yet. Who knows? Maybe that'll happen in a in a future uh, episode. Oh, boy. But yeah, I will uh, see people. Yeah, we'll, we'll see our audience later. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. I, I hope I laid it on thick enough, but yeah, the, the guy at the end was the guy Cecilio owed money to. Yes, I could tell. I was like, that bitch. I was like, I'm going to bite him. <laughs> Cecilio's going to haunt his ass. Cecilio will haunt his ass till the end of his days. He will. He will. <laughs>